Uh, Hank's strange situation. All right. So if you are not subscribed, subscribe, thumbs up, ring the bell, all that kind of good stuff. Come on, jazz hands, let's do it. We're live. Come on, Mosh. I don't care how hardcore you are. You got to do jazz hands. Okay. Got, got the. Am I doing going. this shit right? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Right. We are live. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on, cause Mosh Teray is in the building. And I'm gonna cuss a lot of you motherfuckers out. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, it's it's getting off on the good foot. <laughs> Maj is here. This is episode 374 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Maj Teray running for Philly City Council at large. At and, large. And we're gonna talk about how you guys can help. Uh, I guess we'll go back over your bio a little bit for people who don't know. But since the first time. You came on the podcast here, which was like what, like a year and a half ago or something? Yeah, might have been, might have been a little longer than that. Yeah, yeah, you weren't, you weren't all super famous back then. You I'm were, not yet, not, not yet, were, Neva. I'm trying to duck this Hollywood. Yeah, time. whatever. You weren't running around, uh, shot show, and NRA in suits and all that kind of crazy, <laughs> and you weren't all swole up like Busta Rhymes either. <laughs> So don't think I don't remember that. It's yeah. the steroids. It's completely steroids. Yeah. Plus, plus the last time you were on, you had on like a wife beater or whatever the hell they call it now. I don't know. Mm. You had on a wife beater. You in the streets of Philly, and yeah. you refused to say stay for the two hours. So, but oh, that's where the Hollywood was at. That's where the Hollywood started creeping yeah. in at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's around yeah. that time. Yeah, something got crossed like, with your I, people. I, I, your assistant I, I, Lola was all I mad. I only have 45, only have yeah. 30 minutes. Lola was mad. Lola was mad. She was like, I spoke to whoever his people are. And, and told him two hours. Yeah, and told him two hours. And then Maj gets on there and goes, I don't have two hours. So <laughs> My bad, Lola. Don't beat me up. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to do this. She's not. She got over it. She's not that mad. Uh, and he's going to be here for two hours tonight anyway. So yeah, we're okay. gonna we're gonna get into it. Um, we're gonna answer all questions and all that. Uh, what what are you smoking, by the way? I'm sure people out there want to know. What are you smoking? Yeah, right now I've been loving uh, my father brand cigars. Uh, right, this is this is a Le Bijou. Um, it's just a really good brand of uh -huh. cigar. I actually had a friend of mine that came from. Uh, damn, I don't think his bag is here. Yeah. Uh, he, he came all I know from, is he said something French. He said something yeah, French. I have no Le, idea. Le Bijou, but that's the okay. that's the so it's like make and model. The make is my father brand, mm -hmm. and uh, the model is the Le Bijou. Um, the Let's see. It. Hold it up for a second. Let's see it. Yeah. Hold it up in the camera here so people could see what's going on there. Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah, cigars and I, guns is not here. You met you met um, cigars and guns, right? Uh, what's, yeah. what's what's his name again, Lo? Dame. Uh, what? Adrian. Adrian. I was about to say Damien. Mm. <laughs> Adrian's gonna kill me when he sees that. Yeah. So you met cigars and guns, right? So that's mm -hmm. yeah. He's like the cigar expert. Yeah, I love uh, my father. I got some actual um, uh, some real Cubans. Now, first, let me say this: everybody's super excited about when they say, "Oh, I got a Cuban." The reason why people are excited about Cubans normally is because in America, because of the trade embargo that was placed on Cuba after the Bay of Pigs and all of that, Fidel Castro tried to kill them type thing. Mm -hmm. You couldn't lawfully get Cubans in America directly, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the big thing. But the other part about that is a lot of people don't know that when a lot of people from Cuba defected, they went to places like Nicaragua, you know, Florida. Panama. Florida, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, but as far as the growers, 
they took the growers and the, the master seeds with them to these other different places, Dominican Republic, so forth and so on. Right. So now the whole thing about Cubans is like, it's more about if you're in America, how can you get an actual Cuban? And a lot of people like smoke um, Cohibas. So I had a friend, Patrick, who was in uh, who was in some other country where there's not an embargo on Cuban cigars. And he was world globe traveling, so he sent me some. But this isn't that one, but um, I want to smoke that on a different time. Maybe I'll smoke one of those that he sent me when I win the city council seat. But okay. this one right here is a, a My Father's a Good Branded Cigar. If you're a beginner, drink some water, you know, take take your time with it. Uh, do it, you know, at a time when it's like you're reflecting for the, you know, it's going to take you about an hour or two to smoke a full cigar, you know. But, uh, but yeah, that's what I'm smoking yeah. right now. Yeah, and I'm having a glass of wine too. Oh boy! So sorry okay. about the street cred, guy. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack here because you are getting real bougie mm -hmm. lately. <laughs> You're like smoking cigars, drinking wine. The other day, um, I think that was like a couple of weeks ago. I called you. You were in like a sauna somewhere in some kind of spa. Yeah, it was in my steam room. The gym that I go to has the steam room. Yeah. Listen, it's like this these. Are, I want to say this too. Listen. I want more urban people, more poor, hardworking, middle class, low, not low class, but lower income people to start doing these things. So this cigar, this cigar right here is like $7, if that, right? Mm -hmm. That glass, that whole bottle of wine, well, let me not front. That's Moscato, which is just sweet. That's uh, not even, oh, that's Moscato. not even like. Okay, usually, so that's ghetto. That's ghetto. I'm yeah, sorry. That's usually, that's, that's usually. In a good way. I usually do a buttery Chardonnay, though. <laughs> Right, uh -huh. a, a good Chardonnay with some legs to it. Now let me tell y'all why. We gotta stop like just doing like black and miles and the shit like Lipton tea, like some shit that's like the the low end of everything. We don't have to do that. <laughs> All you gotta do is do a little bit of research. You don't have to fucking buy, you know that that used dirty ass gun. You can do some research. Same thing. Get an inexpensive firearm, a quality gun. You know, that doesn't, you, you know, you can find a Glock used. You might have to replace a couple of springs for three, four hundred dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So my point there is it's the same. I want people from urban America. You don't just have to have Newports. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to just have black and miles. You don't have to just Kick drink Henny all the time. Okay. You know now, what I'm saying? Now you're a style guru as well on top of all of that. I'm, 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 I'm going in the GQ direction of <laughs> this things. Is... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is going to be crazy. Uh, Richard Hughes. Richard Hughes says, I got some nice cigars at Costco. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay, I've seen it. Yep. I don't smoke cigars and stuff like that. I'm very straight-laced, man. I'm a nerd, in case you don't know. You don't smoke tree egg? No. Uh-uh. Never. I mean, I'm from the Caribbean, so, like, my dad... That's what I'm saying. You got to yeah. smoke tree. My whole life, my dad smoked weed. My dad did everything, man. He smoked, he? drank, drank, womanized... Yeah. You know, he did all those things. My dad was wild, wild. That like so, fun dude. yeah. So let me let me tell you something. If you are just buck wild, more than likely your children are gonna be nerds. The they, opposite. They're gonna go the opposite of you. So that happened with most of us, except my sister. My sister's really hardcore, but she was the baby, and she was born in England, but um, and she lived in Nigeria with us. Obviously, she was like six months old when she went to Nigeria and three when she came to America. So she's straight up Brooklyn. So let me ask you this, Hank. Uh-huh. Nigerian, Caribbean, what the, what is London? Right. What the fuck is going on with your genealogy and lineage? What is what, what, a, 
That's, what is the story? Here? That's how I grew up, man. I know a lot of people don't believe that about me, but <laughs> that's how I was born in Guyana, South America. Okay. So, which it's technically uh, South America, but not considered uh, Latin American or Latino or whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um, and Guyana was a British colony, so my parents mm -hmm. were born British citizens. A couple of years before I was born, Guyana uh, claimed sovereignty and gave up the citizenship thing. And then yep. when I was five, um, my parents went to Guyana. My father got his master's degree in engineering from Brunel. Mm. You know, he was supposed to be uh, responsible for building up the infrastructure of Guyana. There's a lot of yeah. natural resources there. And uh, it has the most waterfalls, I think, of any uh, country in the world. So he was, supposed to, he was supposed to build hydroelectric dams and stuff like that. He was building stuff when I was a little kid. So when was the last time you've been there? When I was five, <laughs> when I left. So we look, 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 Hank. This is what we should do. Mm -hmm. what's, what's their situation with guns over there? Uh, it's a hundred percent, totally illegal. They have the right to go up in your house if they think you have a gun. It's a socialist country. We should run guns over there. Uh, listen, you know what I would like to do with Guyana? <laughs> I would like to go take over. Yeah, I would, I would like to put my boys together and we roll up in there and we take over. But the Chinese right now, so I think uh, Guyana has like the Chinese controlling a lot of things, as is going yeah. on in Africa, other places in uh, South America, etc. And then the Colombian cartel is pretty deep up in there as well. So we, we, it's not a joke. We'll have to be ready to actually fight. China's a monster. We might have to shoot the shit out of China pretty soon. Uh, yeah, we better get ready. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if they get if they listen, get on the moon Chinese and they American put lasers. Huh? Listen, my Chinese American homies, don't get offended by that. That's a joke. I mean, if y'all do if they do come over here with the dumb shit, I mean we with the dumb shit. However, it's a joke. I gotta start prefacing and I'm a city council person now. So yeah. I have to like yeah. Be very careful. So I notice you haven't gotten politically correct at all with not. your entry into politics. I'm trash at yeah. it. I hope you know that everything you say here <laughs> will forever be used against you as you go from yep. city council up to presidency. Yep. Uh, yep. I know. hope so. I'm going to be the so. first. Listen, I'm in the Illuminati, and I'm not supposed to say this, right? Uh -huh. I'm in the Illuminati, and um, I'm actually going to be the first president of the United States that is a uh, libertarian. Okay. I'm right. joking. No, or maybe I'm not. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. <laughs> you know, I'm here. Listen, I can't run unless we get the Schwarzenegger rule. You know, remember, you, oh. you know what that is? Like everyone always wanted uh, Arnold to run. Yeah. So they wanted to make a rule because, but I wasn't born here, so I can't run. Yeah. So yeah. somebody's got to run, but I'll right, take, bro. I'll if take, I like, get in there, I'll, I'll put take, you in the cab. I can put you in the cabinet, right? Yeah. I'll take like minister of defense. Okay, Cause I'm you, with it. You know I will drop bombs on... on right. <laughs> we might have to drop yeah. bombs on China at that point. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, sorry. So, no, no, everyone's going to think this is a conspiracy. Right. I keep <laughs> telling people, <laughs> we have to actually go back to the moon. Don't let don't let China put a base on the moon, man. It's going to be... Just so, look. It's gonna... Hey, I don't think that shit ever happened. You, oh, boy. So, <laughs> you don't <laughs> we think go. we ever went to the moon? <laughs> I just... I don't, I don't trust government. <laughs> Uh -huh. And I, I'm I'm highly suspicious mm -hmm. of anything that they say. I'm sorry. Until we get back to more of a the people, regular people running things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think most Americans or people that live in America, you know, um, want that. They want more regular dudes and regular women in position. Because I can just tell the truth. I can be like, yo, we spent how much on what? That's crazy. No. 
what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think right now we got people that's like career politicians that know how to pimp the system, yeah. but don't they're not really interested in like fixing things. Right. You know what I'm saying? So saying that to say, since it's been that way, and it's been that way for some decades now, anything that comes out where they like, yeah, if it's if mainstream media is saying that, like, yeah, this happened, I am skeptical. And I could be wrong. I'm just hella skeptical. I, I don't. Think, I think you know you're I mean? with everyone else. Most of the people in America. What um, isn't there something in the news right now? Like CNN numbers are dropping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. people, what happened was when these phones came out. When these shouts to Steve Jobs. I'm gonna be very clear. Shouts to shouts to the brother that created cell phone technology and uh, touchscreen technology too. Mm-hmm. But when these phones came out. A lot of that silly shit that they was able to pull is a lot more difficult to pull it off now. Yeah. Now, at best, they'll try to make people that's presenting information um, look like they're crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But the information's out there. So, um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just I'm just super duper skeptical yeah. of like everything. Now, when when hard evidence shows up, not just footage, when hard evidence and facts show up, I get right in line with it. Mm-hmm. But when it's but when it's like too many holes. It's like that movie um, Us that just came out. That Jordan Peele joined. It was too many holes in the story, and I was like, oh, "This movie's trash. I can't trust it." I didn't yeah. watch it. First of all, I got to don't tell anyone this. I don't like scary movies. I don't go. I don't, Me neither. I don't spend my money to to be scared. That's like getting on roller coasters. <laughs> like, like yeah. why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. Although I like, um, uh, is it uh, what's her name? Napita and Longo. Yeah. Something like that. She's cute. Yeah. I, like, I like the chocolate ladies. Uh, yeah, you know. she's cute. Clearly, sure. Lola. Yeah. What's up, Lola? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Maz is shouting you out, Lola. <laughs> yeah, you know. We were just talk we were just talking about this behind the scenes. We we got into a little a little not an argument, but a little something behind the scenes that you guys didn't see here. Um, we were talking about like Africa and all that, which when you said yeah. seeds, it reminded me of that, you know, like how you were talking about these guys left Cuba. Mm-hmm. And I, so here's, I'm just going to set this up for people so they know where we were at, you know, um, in this conversation. And by the way, there was someone, oh, let me, add, let me do this real quick, man. Um, Adam Jimenez gave us five bucks. He says, Hank, your street cred just went up by association and where's the response to my challenge? That's his two A challenge. I did. I did. Oh, and, I'm I did, supposed to DM him. Yeah, I did do. I did it, and it's in a podcast. I got to take that out and make it a separate section. So, yeah. um, but we we can get into that, Adam. If you remind us in this conversation, I'll get Maj to say, like, what the two A means to him. Maybe we could make it easy yeah, for I'm you down. since you're since yeah you're if, 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 if you remind us we can do it here and then he can record yeah. it and still have it yeah so we'll have it here so let me so so the thing is to just set this up so we got into this conversation because i was telling maj that we would i was asking him if he did the genetic test right yeah yeah so what did you say to that did you i, I said i said i'm not giving these same europeans and these yeah. same dutch and arab people at, that started the slave trade the the mafia the greatest uh, catastrophe known as far as Holocaust are concerned. Shouts to my Jewish homies. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to give them what I do know is that we don't know. It was African or Ethiopian or melanated history broken, mm-hmm. interrupted. 
I'm okay. saying, and I'm not trying to get nobody no extra money so you, for them to tell me. So is it that is it that you didn't want to give up your DNA, or you just didn't want to give the money? You didn't want extra Both. baby mamas coming out of the Both. woodwork? I don't want none of that. I got I already got a gang of baby moms. <laughs> I'm saying I, I got everything working copacetic shortly. I don't want them to have my DNA, and I'm trying to create another a, a super race of my. You, you don't want to be a Mario. Who is it now? Who does the DNA? Right. Is it Mori? Right. Okay. Here's Maury, and then yeah. and then the girl be like, "I'm a thousand percent sure." That- <laughs> See the little baby up there with dreadlocks, right? With locks and big cheeks, <laughs> right? Like, oh, that's Look, your baby. My twist is, I just, I just, I think that it's important to know the history that we know, right? Okay. I think it's important to know the history um, of all world history because a lot of people beat me up for going, well, "Why you talk so much about American history?" Because we live in this landmass known as America. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then in order to do that from that ownership position, we can talk about certain contradictions a lot easier. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, for example, I can say I don't want to give my DNA because of the history of America, the negative portions, because all of it's not negative. Um, I don't trust government. I don't trust big things. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. it, it pause. I don't trust um, them situations. What I can do is create a history and a lineage from where I know. I know my great-grandmother was here and alive. I know where she was from. Mm-hmm. I know where my grandmother is right now. You know, I, I can have those conversations and build history from there. But the things that I'm not aware of and don't know, I don't really try to reach too much into that because it's somewhat of a rabbit hole. And if you're mm-hmm. not careful, you could go crazy. You know what I'm saying? So for me, um, I think it's more important, like you, when we were talking earlier, okay, when you, when you went to, you know, uh, Nigeria and places like that, mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I can get some of that information from from the source. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like paying somebody else to tell me, I don't have any proof of what they did to come to their conclusion. I'm not involved in that whole scientific process. So to okay. me, it's like it's like that moon landing shit. I don't really have no actual proof of that. I just got what you told me. And so I'm 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 always gonna like uh you know is lean the world on, is the world flat or round? The world is round. I'm not one. I ain't that okay, far. All right. Damn, Just man. check it. Just check Dang. it. <laughs> like, we solved that one, like, <laughs> way back in the day. <laughs> uh-huh. Listen, here's the thing. I think that, like, you know, they say numbers don't lie. Yeah. Um, and the truth is very important for people. It hurts, but it, it leads, you know, that pain leads to growth. And I think you just mm-hmm. have to be able to decipher the truth that's out there. And I think genetics helps with that a little bit. Especially for people in the Caribbean, um, people here in America that are descendant of slaves. Yeah, it's good diaspora. To, it's good to look back. Uh, it's good to yeah. figure out where you're from. I know I had this conversation with um, with Kevin, and Kevin said he, you know, he doesn't even know where he's from. I think it's good to know, and I did it, and I looked back, and on the African side, I'm from Nigeria and Ghana, and historically, like I was telling you, and that's how we got into the thing. Um, that's where slaves, like descendants of slaves in the Caribbean and America came from. And most of that is because those people sold their own people. They sold other uh, tribes they conquered into slavery. All right, and I so, know you don't, want, so, you don't want to deal with that one. No, it's not that I don't want to deal with it. I, we could deal with it. Okay, so let's talk about it. So one, the concept of indentured servitude, the concept of slave selling people, one, Slavery has existed. I'm going to be clear because I'm not one of them people that like, oh, just the white people with the slavery. Nah, I don't. That's what happens. And you become the spoils of war. We conquer your land. Like Conan said, we conquer your land. 
take your women, all of that. That mm -hmm. has happened. If you lose, you lost, right? Yeah. So I'm going to be clear about that. But at the same time, I think what happens is, so it's two points to this. The first one, and then I'll go to the next one. One, when we make it primarily about, well, you, 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 your people sold your own people into slavery, right? One, you got to deal with the fact that indentured servitude being to that extent existed forever. <clears throat> and I don't think that a lot of, because a lot of those dudes that sold the people, they wound up being captives too, okay? The people that pointed them out and was like, yo, those guys over there, give me the money, they over there. So a lot of times, those guys that pointed them out got snatched as well. And I think that gets left out of the conversation. Okay. The other part is, um, we, can't, we can't act like chattel slavery and the MAFA, M-A-A apostrophe F-A, was up until that point, was unheard of before in time in history, to that extent of brutalization, to that extent of uh, violence, to that extent of, and that's just because of technology. Let me be clear, because we got boats now, or we can get these guns from the Chinese or gunpowder from Chinese. We get that, da, da, da. So technology creates a different level of good or bad as mm -hmm. technology advances yeah. throughout time. And you have to look at technology then. The technology then was the ability to build these big ships that could leave Europe and go to Africa, take on uh, heavy amounts of people. And by the way, yeah. just like you were saying about... Uh, the Cubans bringing the seeds in, in yeah. Diana, for example, we have all these, we have plants, we have, uh, things like, uh, uh, mortars and pestles, you know, like where pounded yam and all that comes from. Yeah. When these whole villages, when they moved like whole villages, basically Go they ahead, went to these going. guys and said, okay, you guys are going to get on this ship, bring your whole family. People went with seeds and, Right. And things like mortars and pestles and all that, and they took them from Africa into the Caribbean. You know, it, we're taught that this was the technology that we could trace back to see why, you know, how it happened. Correct. And the big technology back then, um, you know, for in uh, in West Africa, they valued glass and beads and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. they also valued the guns that these guys had, and the guns allowed Correct. them to conquer more people. Correct. Therefore, uh, ship more people out. If you go to Ghana and you see the uh, on the coast, there's these huge castles and everything. The, the dungeons, not yeah. castles. Yeah. We're not giving them that level of love. But those were who, dungeons. Who built those things? So initially, we built them, but they were castles at the time. Then they got. It's no different like taking the beaches of Normandy. Mm -hmm. Whatever's here, if we conquer it, we take that and use it for our own purposes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they were castles, and then they wind up getting turned into dungeons. And a lot of the people that were there, even before they got to a boat, they was in them dungeons or in the basement of those castles for eight, seven, eight months, a year at a time. I want to show you this real quick. See this mm -hmm. right here? Mm -hmm. The Black Chronicle. This is a, 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 a put together. Janine got this for me. Mm -hmm. This is a breakdown of... Janine. Uh, who's Janine? Janine's my partner. Okay. So that's who... <laughs> so, I, I lied and was like, yeah, I, I only got 44 minutes when <laughs> Lola had already talked that was like <laughs> two minutes, okay. uh, two hours. Mm -hmm. But so this this magazine right here is a, a, a chronicling mm -hmm. of actual newspapers, right? Mm -hmm. From time of enslavement, uh, just, just, just basically recorded history from uh, the times during enslavement through the, through the Revolutionary War, through the Civil Rights Movement. Mm -hmm. And this is a chronicling, you know, Rhode Island slaves to fight redcoats. Mm -hmm. 
You get what I'm saying? And all of this is history. Back to Africa playing stalled by war. Uh, Washington excludes, then admits black soldiers. This is when George Washington literally excluded initially, then admitted black soldiers to fight in the Revolutionary War. So these like blacks win legal actions against slavery, right? Mm -hmm. These are things that are here. And this is the type of, you know, the slave trade. Is it dying? Right. These are the types of things um, as far as history goes that I think is like you said, these things are important. It's part of the reason why I got a gang of guns and only gun that everybody ever seen me with is that Glock 19 right there. Yeah. Because I don't have that much trust, not only in government, I don't have that much trust and my fellow man to maintain righteousness. Yeah. Well, that's you know that, that's why I think it's important to to look at all of this in a balanced way. You know, um, we were talking about it that there's been slavery since the beginning. There's mm-hmm. going to be some kind of slavery all the way up to the end. Not you not know? on me and mine though, because yeah. we stretch. Well, that's so what that's that. that's what we're resisting. You know, and, right. and that's why I think it's always important to look at all these things. Look, America was mostly formed by the people that. The British wanted to get rid of, right? Yep. Or who were persecuted over there. Just like Australia was was formed by the people that they imprisoned because, you know, you had right. small places. Everyone, uh, they started having a long bloodline. It really wasn't like Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so they started getting rid of people. That's what, that's what formed the people who came here and settled in America. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the Africans who left Africa were basically the very... Um, the same kind of thing. The very strong uh, Africans that were fighting back and all that. And then you had these guys land on the shore and they had this technology called guns. Switched everything around. Those guys yep. wound up being uh, prisoners and then and then sent off to other places in the world. That was actually to the detriment of Africa. That was not only to the detriment of Africa. Again, that was African. And I'm, and I'm using these words that in terms that we use. American, African. Because I got a map. Uh, in that closet that shows Africa as the continent. But at the time, it was at one point, it was called Ethiopia, land of the perfect black. That's what that word means. Or ether utopia, right? Ether meaning black, utopia meaning whatever. At some points, the entire continent was called Ethiopia. My point, though, there is we use I'm, I'm using these terms because this is what we've, you know, agreed to upon at this particular point in time. Mm-hmm. But this speaks to um the overall, the, the overall concept of we're, we're calling each other names and things, but it's really, and I, as, as cheesy as this might sound, it's really one race until I see aliens. It's like the human race. There's a melanated end and a non-melanated end. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, these, these terms that we call each other are just based on geographical locations and what we've identified True. as, you know, based on this language or this fucking culture. It, or they're this memes. It's memes. And they keep repeating themselves, too, man. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so I think it's important to know that. But then by knowing that, after you do so much study, you just start to go, OK, well, um, humans will, if, if they're not guided by certain standards and, and, and even those standards are failable, if we are not strict with our standards and holding on to certain concepts, it's going to be that person that's going to be the politician that's going to go, I can make this work for me and not for everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the politician such as myself that goes, yo, I can get in there and help a whole lot of people. You know what I mean? It's going to be those. T- those are human, whether you want to call it spiritual. I don't care. I don't know, actually. Mm-hmm. 
there are certain uh, characteristics that are, um, whether they're righteous or evil, there are certain characteristics that are indicative upon the human nature throughout all time. And the only time that motherfuckers get took advantage of is when they don't have the means to stop the quote-unquote evil people from asserting their belief system or the thing that they want to do on other people. Yeah. So for me, I'm not... This blip in history in America where we got, like, air conditioning and, like, Wi-Fi, that is not the, the vast majority of time and world time. In world time, it's war and conquest. We're just comfortable in the space that we're in right now because we got, like, Starbucks and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that is not in the in the sum total of, like, world history since humans was, like, ro- rolling around. Yeah. It's always been somebody... But it's so, always uh, been uh, a master-slave relationship. Yeah, and I think in a lot of ways, all those things, and I'm not sure... Look, we all partake in it, right? A lot of those things are the bread and circus that the Romans talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Those things mm-hmm. that everyone has to have. They have to be able to eat... Uh, it needs to be something that's fast and free. That's what bread was. Yep. <laughs> Today mm-hmm. you've got McDonald's or whatever making us, and me included, all fat. You know, fucked up. <laughs> and then the circus was what? You know, back then it was, um, you know, the gladiators and whoever they threw into the coliseums to fight each other. Today it's uh, Game of Thrones and whatever. You know, and this. You know, all these things. What we're participating in now. That's what keeps right. people pacified. The thing. Correct. The thing that allows you to not be enslaved is the technology that allows you to defend yourself and fight back. And, yep. and whenever that's limited, that's what people have to think about, right? Because whoever has it will will control everyone. However you want to put it, whatever skin color, however yep. you know, whatever race you want to put it on, and whoever does not have it will be the slaves. Period. Correct. It's that simple. It's always every relationship is master slave. Sometimes I submit. When, uh, when let's say if my team go, this is how you know I'm in the hood. You hear that? Is that an ice cream truck? Yeah. <laughs> what time is it? You're on the same time as us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ice cream they truck out there. Through. They yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, we just have to remember that. And so for me, it's like I don't submit to any of the rules that the quote-unquote ruling class or elites would try to have us. Uh, just like inception us into believing. Mm-hmm. I don't care about this current, this is the rule and we say, because let's say tomorrow, right? In that closet right there is a bunch of ammo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's a bunch of things in that closet. Mm-hmm. If tomorrow the zombie apocalypse happens, let's just throw it out there. All of them rules that you're talking about and all of those like you're not even going to pay attention to stop signs anymore mm-hmm. and red lights. Oh, lots so of things go out when, the window, man. All of that goes out the yeah, window. Morality, and I just to have all whatever of the you most think effective. it is. Uh-huh. Right. I might have to, I mean, this happened in America during the starving times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, where they had to, like, I got a book over there. Uh, I forget the name of it. But anyway, there were times where even when people, and, and they were colonizers, be clear. They killed and conquered. That happened. Um, but during that time, it wasn't all even peaches and cane for them because the Cherokee, the the uh, uh, Pawnee, the sitting bull and his squad was going through like, yo, we're going to kill you. And I'm not mad at them either because how y'all just show up on boats trying to just take shit? You know what I'm saying? But they were out. They were outmatched because they had firearms. That's just it. And so 
I'm, I'm not going to allow somebody who's either unaware of world history and human activity to create these rules for me that I'm supposed to live by. And then tomorrow that zombie apocalypse happened. And now my entire family gets mauled by the zombie because I was following a particular rule by somebody that didn't even follow the rule or wasn't aware of human history. And I think mm -hmm. that's the most important thing. I think it's important to know that the roots of the, 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 the rules here in America are racist. I think they're there, but I think on a bigger scale, it's more important for people to go in the direction of understanding that to fight against any type of tyranny. If the government says, hey, y'all, it's the zombie apocalypse and we need your house. No, thank you. Yeah. I and my family. All the rules, house. all the rules of, of um, mankind everywhere are based on basic stuff, man. Mm -hmm. You know, so true freedom, true freedom is the ability to overcome that in the moment. Right. Yep. Well, every all the rules are based on everything is based on basic, you know, the basic drives that we have as uh, creatures, you know, right. however you want to categorize what we right. are. It's based on all the basic stuff that we all have. The things that, you know, there's like we're talking about some kind of apocalypse happening. There's lots of people out there that want that stuff to happen, that want the rule of law to fall apart, the shit to hit the fan or whatever, because in their mind, they're like, yeah, I won't have to do this. I could just do whatever I want. I could take like any woman. I could do this thing. You know, I could do all that thing. So that's all That's all our basic inside stuff that's going on. So what, what makes us I'm modern is we that there's tools that we yeah. can use to override that. And it's very important that those tools don't remain in the hands of just the elite. I'm sorry, go ahead, okay. say what you're gonna say. I kinda, um, in a weird way, and I'm gonna be careful how I word this, oh. because, uh -oh. you know. <laughs> you're gonna be careful now? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be careful, now. <laughs> this is the section that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if something like the zombie apocalypse was to happen, there's two reasons why I would be okay with it. One, I would have a massive I told you so mm -hmm. in the books. Like, see, told y'all, okay. right? Okay. And two, I think that after anytime there's some sort of purge, mm -hmm. there's a massive, um, just a realignment of like, yo, this is natural law. This is nature. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, violence is a part of nature. Mm -hmm. But when a, when a hurricane comes, and I don't mean like people killing people unnecessarily. A hurricane come through, the hurricane does not stop at like like state lines. Yeah. You know what I'm it saying? Doesn't like miss the good neighborhoods. <laughs> it does not care. Trust me, I lived in some of the good neighborhoods and got like that category five sitting and right it's, on it's top. Like, yeah, it's, a a yeah. hurricane does not give a shit about your car. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think that after things like that happen, it's a great way. I think it's good for us to trick ourselves to remember that. But I think it's also um, is a great way when those things happen for, for us to realign and reassess. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Again, your Starbucks isn't that fucking important. Yeah. This cigar, yeah, you enjoying the cigar. Do you, have, you know how much nature is involved in getting this one cigar to me right now? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think sometimes we take that for granted. So when things like that happen, like a zombie apocalypse... It, it ain't even got to be zombie apocalypse. We can look at Venezuela right now. There's a, yeah, there's, the, yeah, that's that an tank. apocalypse going on right now. Yeah, It's like and, the but, tank is literally running people over. Yes. And then look, that there's a lot of things there, man. That tank reminds me of back in the days in Europe, for example, where you had the knights 
So the knights were these dudes that had armor and swords and stuff like that, and they would just run right over the, the common man, right? Because he yep. didn't have anything. He barely had clothing, and he barely had weapons, and they would just run right over him. That's what those guys are doing. And the funny thing about that, there's, there's uh, people in the media saying, oh, man, I wish these people had guns. Did you, have you seen this in the news? Where they, they were said saying, that, I wish these and people then it's had like, guns. It's like... Uh, Yes, that's yeah. what's going on here in America, you right. know, but I think, I think, so here's my thing that I okay. think, right? Yes, you're right. There's, there's lots of horrible things going on around the world. We have them from time to time here in America. I would also argue that a woman who right now is being abused by her husband and has no way to fight back, you know, is going through her own personal apocalypse. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I want to say this, man, I always tell people that if we had some people in the past come back like if we had martin luther king or you know whoever we all think is cool everyone out there individually has the people they think were cool and all that if those people come back into these current times and look at us i would argue to you that they would think we're 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 in the zombie apocalypse right now right they would go i posted on instagram uh a meme (laughs) that said it was a picture of george washington and the, the quote was me and my homies would have been stacking bodies by now. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. I mean, in Philly, we got a sugar tax, right? 5% extra on any sugary beverage. Oh, the, like the soda tax in New York. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, they went to war over like 3% tax. Yeah. Like, they went, they was like, hell no. And don't get me wrong, because people will go, well, people don't, don't need to drink sugary drinks. I don't need to have that cigar right there. That's mm-hmm. what I want. That's mm-hmm. my freedom to do so, mm-hmm. right? So yes, a lot of those people that would wake up now, again, that Black Chronicle magazine that I just showed you, there's great, you know, black and white, whatever term you want to use, people, men and women on the cover of that, that were fighting against tyranny. Yeah. I would add to that, that yes, they would be like, damn, y'all got it crazy. But I think they also would go, Yo, you guys have so many opportunities opportunities and advantages that you're actually not taking advantage of. I think they would think that we're weak. I think that they, they mm-hmm. might pity us. Okay, look, technology probably would look crazy to them. It might look like some aliens or something. But yeah. the technology, I think, is making us weak. And they would probably look at us like, like you just said, man, how the hell are you guys dealing with this? Right. How, how are you, you know, did you guys forget that we put into the Constitution shall not be infringed? Right. Right. It's like it's like saying it's almost like saying I want to kind of like have that conversation with one of them and and, and like really, you know, for them to say, I I feel like they would like like I feel like Malcolm. Malcolm X would like literally be like one. We've never heard Malcolm cuss before. Uh, I think if Malcolm X was here right now, he'd be like, what the fuck, bro? Like, what the fuck? Like, on one hand, you have all of these freedoms to walk around, but you're so mentally weak and enslaved that it doesn't matter that you have, you know, these awesome tools of technology Mm -hmm. because you kind of like bitch made. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely think that I think that a lot of people, especially in America, are very marshmallow, very marshmallow, easy to grab, easy to squeeze, crunch and easy to eat up. 
Yeah, compared you know to saying? the founders, compared to the people that fought through the Civil War, compared to the people that fought in the war in World War II, compared, compared to the people to that Harry, fought in the fifties and sixties. Yeah, hell's yeah. Compared to fucking Nat Turner, mm-hmm. compared to to Santley Overture, who had you know he had compromises too. Um, compared to Denmark Vesey, compared to compared to you know Lumumba, compared to Nasser, compared to Nkrumah, compared to Gaddafi compared to, you know, all of these people. And I know mass media puts spins on all of these different people, you know, compared to Dr. King. I know personally that I'm not strong enough. I know that I'm not strong enough to resist somebody like putting their hands on me. Yeah. I have not developed that skill set. I do not have the skill set to turn the other cheek if somebody was to hit or spit on me. I Mm -hmm. don't have that is a weakness because, you know, um, it's just the skill set I don't have. And that's a certain form of weakness. I have a skill set to make fun of things like when people talk and say stuff or be corny. I have that skill set. But as far as like turning the other cheek, that's a weak that's a, that could potentially be a liability for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I absolutely think that they will go like cause you saw my, my so my stepfather's from Jamaica. He's from Kingston, right? All right, Yardy. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 it's like the stuff that he do, I'm like, damn, bro, you <laughs> damn and he's like you can do that too and it's it's i have to sometimes be reminded it's because like some people will be like you know i take i, t- I take i sleep and janine tells me all the time you sleep too much mind you janine's from like trinidad mm-hmm. so i don't have a um so people say oh you you seem to be up at four in the morning or when do you sleep or so now i might sleep at weird times than the general public but at the same time um it's stuff we got to get done and I look at people like Janine. I look at people like, you know, my grandmother that had this insane work ethic. My grandmother had 11 children, like 11, like no epidural, mm-hmm. like none of that, none of the stuff, you know. And so it's like you almost kind of yeah, like no, um, no maternity leave. Right. No maternity leave. It's <laughs> like, all right, you had one. Come on back to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get right back in there. Make that money. Right. Yeah. Get back in the game, kid. Yeah. And so I think that that. That that is a testament to us to look again, going back to the conversation about looking at certain parts of our very recent history and, and the great soil that we come from to evaluate things and go, yo, I could do that, too, and push forward because we do have advantages. There's a reason why people is coming over the, the uh, my, migration, immigration and, and migrant thing is such a big conversation because America does have certain freedoms that other parts of the globe may not have. Now, we may not have we got other traps in America. Mm-hmm. however many of the foods that we have in America and the chemicals they're like banned in like a gang of other countries we got more traps there mm-hmm. right with the laziness trap with the chemical you don't even know what chemicals you ingested trap yeah you I know, think just the comfort like just the comfort is a trap for us yep just yep. the comfort I mean just to think about it so for example one of the things in the news and I'm not trying to get super into the news because I do want to talk to you about uh, what you're doing. By the way, anyone that's watching right now, we're we're kind of like freestyling on our conversation. But if you want to know how to support Maj running for Philly City Council, in the link of this video, you guys can, um, in the description of this video, there's links and things like that that you can get up on there and help Maj. We're going to get into it here in a second. But this is the thing, man. Like in the news, right, is uh, today they uh, deplatformed uh, Alex Jones. A whole bunch of people. Uh, Farrakhan is on the list. You know, there's people on the right, some people on Milo. the left. Milo. Milo, they, yeah, you know. Um, they deplatformed all these people on Facebook and or 
um, Instagram, because obviously, you know, Facebook owns both of those things. So they might have already kicked people off one or the other. So they now either did both <laughs> or whatever you weren't kicked off of, they did it. And we're mad about that, right? But here's the thing. The people that came before us and had to fight and had to, like, fight for civil rights or fight in World War II or fight in Vietnam, like my, like my uh, godfather, we could just go on and on. Some some deep platforming would be bullshit to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like, like, oh, really? You worried about a goddamn phone, boy? <laughs> yeah. You worried about a Twitter account? Yeah. So, yes. and But, again, that's, again, that technology conversation. Mm-hmm. I have the ability, as we're talking right now, some of the people are going to go support the city council run from all over the world. People from all over the world are watching this right mm-hmm. now. So that's a, that's a different weapon. That's a different form. That's the reason why, you know, those Zuckerbergs and those people like that will try to say, they'll say on one, on one level, they'll say free speech as long as it's not unlawful, mm-hmm. right? I believe that. What is that though? What is that though? Like free speech with caveats? I'm sorry, go free ahead. Spe- no, free, free speech and, 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 and outside of like, okay, we can't we can't have you like um, shout fire in a theater. Yeah, okay. or, or pedophilia or Absolute. whatever. Okay, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That lane of all right, do that on your own time. You could talk about it, but we don't want the sexual deviancy towards minors on our thing. I could, I could, I'll accept that one. Yeah, right, right. Now, if y'all guys want to make your own website for like whatever weird thing you into, do it, right. Um, but so the contradiction for them is they say free, free, free. They're blocking my Maj for philly.com website on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, come on, y'all. The second point to that is instead of talking about it, I think we, I think that those platforms, uh, a lot of uh, Facebook is public, a publicly traded company. I think they're making themselves very ripe for an antitrust, uh, lawsuit. Yeah. I think I, I agree with you on that. I think that they're looking at they're always looking at the political what's going on in politics, the the weather vane or whatever of politics. Yeah. And if they had political cover, they would outright ban a lot of people. Right now, they're probably just testing the fences. You know, um, it's th- a dry run. Yeah, it's a dry run. I think, uh, and and it's gonna happen if people think that this isn't politics isn't gonna flip or couldn't potentially flip. You should be prepared for it every day. My personal thing is. And I'm not saying it should happen, right? Because the people that we mentioned, people that we mentioned, I don't agree with everything those people are saying. But to my understanding, none of those people are getting into, you know, what we were just talking about so far as the bad things. They have political feelings. They have maybe some opinions that hurt other people's feelings or whatever. But they, you know, they kind of like have the, they should have the ability to have a soapbox that they could get on and we can know where they stand and then we could choose whether or not we want to follow them, even if it's just to, because sometimes we follow people that are on the opposite side of something, just so we can know where they're coming from. Right. What's their perspective? Yeah. Like, so take take Milo, for example, right? Milo be saying some Crazy. super wild stuff. Yeah, for sure. Right? He's wild. Yeah. Milo got a, and his husband got a gang of Black Guns Matter merchandise. He po- He's posted him in the Make the Hook Great Again shirts. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like, yo, he... I got Muslim homies. I got Jewish homies. Mm-hmm. We can converse. I, I Milo's into the brothers. So yeah, he is. He yeah, is. Yeah, he try. He try. He, yeah, he try to right. shoot his little flirt shot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we, and my okay. thing is this: mm-hmm. I'm handsome. I'm attractive. That's great. You're allowed to express yourself. I'm allowed to go. Come on, bro. 
you know, that ain't my twist and still like move forward. Yeah. I think that that's another part of a weakness. The ability to not hear somebody that completely disagrees with your position. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I, first of all, I'm from Philly. You got to work really, really hard. Like, you can't even hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, my feelings been dead on the inside for so long. When you grow up, like, well, when you grow up under the pressure cooker. <laughs> right. It's like our greeting to each other in Philly since young young people is, sup, dickhead? Mm-hmm. Like, like, that's a greeting for mm-hmm. someone that I actually care about. So, like, people saying stuff, I'm more concerned about people saying things and doing the opposite as opposed to people just expressing a thought. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another level of the marshmallowization of America, the marshmallowization, honestly, of humanity. Because it ain't we in this one bubble. They're trying to create that Amero, that Euro, and that Afro to create that one world situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nah, I just don't want to be a part of it. That's what I like about Trump. He's like, yeah, we're not doing that. We're not doing that whole like whole global thing. Nah, we're just going to do us. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah, I might disagree with a lot of the other things that he says, but I, I disagree with him totally on Second Amendment issues. Yeah, the last thing America that, needs to do is homogenize itself and with the rest of the world, man. Yep. Forget that. That world, that experiment that's happening in the rest of the world is bullshit, in my personal opinion. And yeah. the experiment that happened in America was not perfect, but it's pretty good. And we I, just need to put in work and make it better. And we need to make sure that we. All ethnicities that are under the American banner, all nationalities need to make sure that they snatch in their own lane of uh, advantage under that banner mm-hmm. and stop going. I, again, I know the history, but at the same time, so the Second Amendment mind, this country mind, whoever the old racist dudes that don't like it, eat a dick. I yeah. don't care. <laughs> this mind. Yeah. But this mo- mind you know, what you going to do. You know what? OK, can I tell you something? Most of the yeah. young folks out there aren't all about that. You know what I mean? Times have mm-hmm. changed, man. Times have changed. I'm not saying that there's... I'll, I'll never get on here and tell you. You, like, asked me this when we were in Atlanta. Like, is there racism? You'll never yeah. hear me say it doesn't exist. Of course it, Correct. Of course it exists. But the people that exist with... Like, those dudes are dying out every day. Now, there's, now, every day there's one or two people born that are maybe replacing that bullshit. But there's hundreds of people born that are com- that looking at this completely differently. Yeah, it's like music. It's like watching watching Messiah, who's 15, right? Messiah and looking at how they even look at fashion and music and interactions, their understanding of the history. But they like on some some one one we all love each other type vibe, and I love that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying they they can get all of the history without the hangups. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I think that's dope. Yeah. That's extremely dope. And I think we should cultivate more of that. Yeah. The thing that's missing with some of them, not all of them, because I keep telling people, like, my kids, I have um 18 and 19-year-old. I I, mm-hmm. I would very safely consider my, my kids to be conservative. Mm-hmm. And I've never mm-hmm. even pushed them in that direction. It's <laughs> they, just them, them they having say, access to the information. Yeah, they say crazy stuff to me. Like, I went to, were you at NRA? No, was I don't fuck with them. Oh, you don't mess with them. Okay, so I went, but I don't go to like the big rallies and everything. And Lola and I got back, and my younger son is like, "What's up with that guy throwing a phone at Trump? What's what is that nonsense?" I didn't even know that happened. Yeah, you know, I didn't know anything. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, so somebody threw a phone at Trump. Yeah, yeah, that you know, I guess Trump came in, did a speech. I never go to that stuff. I know you've been before because you hobnob with the uh, upper 
elites, the <laughs> Illuminati, like you said. You know, I'm in the Illuminati. Yeah, I've never I've Illuminati never, mind. Yeah, I've never been in that. But yeah, apparently a guy was in there getting drunk. <laughs> he took his phone and threw it at Trump. <laughs> I bet you missed. that guy's a two-way guy. I he bet you. Yeah, he missed. Yes. I'm kind of not arrested? mad at him. Yes, he got Yeah, man, he got arrested. I'm kind of not mad at him, but at the same time, we cannot be disrespectful to whoever the president is of the United States of America in terms of throwing shit at him. Yeah. I gotta, don't believe you gotta, in that. You, know, you yeah. beat those people up by beating up their policy. Yeah. Yeah. You beat those people up by saying you campaigned on three or four things. Yeah. You got two of them done. You you weak here and you weak here and here's how you're weak. Yeah, I, I would have been okay with him booing or people booing or whatever or screaming out their thoughts, but you know, yeah, man, don't. That's that's kind of like crossing the line. You don't start throwing stuff at people. Just like I didn't like uh, people doing stuff to. I never voted for Obama. Never didn't really support uh, most of what Obama did. But I didn't like when people did things to him in effigy, and I don't like it when people do it to Trump either. Mm-hmm. You know, let me let me say this about President Obama. I love President Obama because of he's an excellent writer. Mm-hmm. Um, the Audacity of Hope and Letters to My Father are some of the dopest books I've ever read. Okay. Um, I think that visually, I think he's one of the coldest, coolest presidents we ever had in the sense of um, his level of diplomacy. Um, but I think his policies were trash. I think it's. I think he immediately switched up on what he campaigned on. Yeah, he didn't really he deliver in, to the promise to most people no, of what he. Promised. He, he got me in '08. He got me, but then when he doubled down on that Patriot Act, I was like, "Wait, what?" You know, and so I can. Um, he's still a man. He's still a human. He still has like children that care about him. Yeah, he still has a wife. Like a lot of dudes on the right is like, "Oh, Michelle Obama's a man." And, I get it. Sometimes it's a funny little joke or whatever. Jokes but it's are fun. Like, jokes are, yeah. Jokes is jokes, but it's yeah. like, listen, bro, that's somebody's wife, cuz. It's like, if you say something about one of my friends or people that I care about, I might be liable to check you on that. And it could go as far as it want to go. So because of that, what I don't like as a follower, I don't do as a leader. Mm-hmm. So when I'm in a certain position, I'm not I'm not talking about that, man. I'm going to critique their policy, and I'm going to chop you up all day about your policy that was bullshit. The NRA, this was bullshit. That was bullshit. You said this. That didn't happen. You're lying yeah. here. This is fact. Yeah, that's we what can, we I all have to do. all day on Yeah, that. whether those people are on our side or the opposite side, Lola sent me a note here. She wants to know what your issue is with the NRA because you said you don't fuck with the NRA. Uh, what, yeah. What's up with that, man? They liars, bro. They liars. <laughs> so so um, I went into this gun community thing Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, yo, watch out for the NRA. And I'm like, all right, I got to take everything with a grain of salt because you they might have not done something for you mm-hmm. and you feel in some type of way. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to go over the last three years. I just watched. They told us they was going to donate. They never did. You know, to to, uh, to Black Guns Matter. Yeah. Okay. And, and not because I asked them for. So let me be clear. We had already raised and gave away one hundred thousand dollars before the NRA even started reaching out to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and no one can deny the work that we're doing. That's right. undeniable. And lots of people in the community did support you, right? Right. Okay. And so, and, mm-hmm. and outside of any organization, mm-hmm. actual like hardworking yeah. people, mm-hmm. like gave most of our donations come from little five, ten, twenty, mm-hmm. fifty, a hundred dollar donations. Mm-hmm. Some right? of the folks that are watching this right now, man, people out there love you, including right. the the folks that are my fans. 
Correct. Yeah. So with that being the case, it's like that's because of the work that we put in. Now, we didn't go and, you know, say, hey, guys, can we work for you now? It, it, I was like, listen, if y'all going to get behind some of the work that we're doing, let's address some of these cultural issues, because I still want to put numbers on the board. If somebody gets behind me and says, we're going to give you one hundred thousand dollars, that's not the number that they said. They said thirty thousand dollars because I want to be very men lie, women lie. Numbers don't. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to give you thirty thousand dollars to towards GoFundMe towards Black Guns Matter. I'm like, bet I could walk a million people from the hood. I could kill that whole the NRA is racist thing. If y'all give me thirty thousand dollars, I'm all day gonna go. Yo, they got behind our work, just like any other organization that has. The NSSF has given us ten thousand dollars for the work. Mm-hmm. Boom. With that being the case, they said we're gonna give you thirty thousand dollars. They blew smoke the whole time. What they did was um, they sidled up next to me, which is also what New War did. They donated. The, New War actually gave money, though. Mm-hmm. Right. They sidled up next to us and they started emulating a lot of the work that we do. Mm-hmm. That's why now over the last year, you're starting to see New War show start changing and making it look like he's actually doing work in urban areas. Mm-hmm. Right. He's not. OK. I, so I sent some something additional here also with, with, with Noir. Yo, it's all connected. Okay, it's all connected. Okay. I, be, I believe that um, Ackerman McQueen had that intent from the very beginning. Okay. Which was, let's study the work that he's doing, and then other people was like, let's support the work that he's doing mm-hmm. with no actual intent. Okay. And, okay, take me, and, and I'll give you, uh, and so, you know, some people could say, well, that's the reason why Maj don't like the NRA, because they didn't give him money, right? Yeah, but I'm First, disappointed by that, because I think lots of people that did support the NRA and gave them their money, me included, would have wanted them to support what you were saying. That's what because that's becomes, what we would have wanted for them to go, look at this guy, he's cool, you know, we vetted him, let's give him some money and help him get him out there doing what he's doing. Y'all gave, in 2016, they gave President Trump $30 million to get him elected. Mm-hmm. $30 million to what they spent on that. The NRA gave $40 million in 2017 to Ackerman McQueen. That's $70 million, mm-hmm. okay? What advances have we gotten in the Second Amendment for that 70? Where's the return on that investment? Yeah, it sucks. And they could have gotten so, lots of people, especially in the community that you address, that you communicate with, that you're a bridge to, they could have gotten those people over on our side realizing why you have to fight for the Second Amendment, why you have to know about the Second Amendment, know about your gun rights, know about the laws that affect you, put you in jail, and think about who the hell you're voting for. Because y'all are not doing it in urban America. They are not. They have not been. They are not. Have they done certain instances and cases that they assist Mm-hmm. And helping with the Otis McDonald situation? Yes. Did they assist in helping Shanine Allen? Yes. But we don't need these one-offs as photo ops, and that does not take away from the work and the assistance that they gave those people. Mm-hmm. In order to push to get this back in where it's supposed to be, we need a mass uh, movement of urban centers that are primarily people of color to get in alignment with that. And that's the thing that I was willing to be uh, because of the work that we already was doing with Black Guns Matter, mm, right? Right. And they said thirty thousand dollars. So you do you have 70? do you have some proof of this? Was this like just like uh, by word? Do you have some kind of communication? Yeah, and point? that's the trick. So that that was the old trick. Now I got all of the texts between me and Millie Hollow. Okay. Millie Hollow's the lady that that letter that came that Wayne LaPierre wrote mm-hmm. toward the board of directors. The lady Millie Hollow. That's whose phone number is in this exact phone that I'm talking to y'all on. Okay. All of the texts are in there. Everything that I'm saying, I got documentation yeah. proof. I just at this point, it's like y'all not interested in doing that, and that's fine. That's fine. You're interested in catering to your five million members. 
there's at least 100 million gun owners in America that we are aware of. Mm-hmm. So my gripe is not because they didn't give Maj a Bentley. That would have been dope. I probably If they would have gave me a Bentley, I would have probably sold the Bentley and put the money back in the BGM, mm-hmm. right? With that being the case, we're talking about 30 grand. To be quite honest, is a catering budget for maybe two of their events, if that. Mm-hmm. A number that they said, I didn't come asking them for a job. Mm-hmm. The problem is they were never interested in actually doing what they yeah, said. So is there a reason why they didn't follow up with that? So the the, the rumor, that what they'll try to say is, oh, Maj was the convicted felon for rape because of that false rape accusation. That myth has been debunked. Mm-hmm. That is false. I have one misdemeanor on my jacket for selling bootleg movies. Everybody in the internet knows that. Mm-hmm. But that's a, a convenient thing for them to say or act like, well, we had to make sure and we weren't sure because. Yeah. I, I've but been what, does that, what does that have to do? What does that have to do with anything? What does that have has, to do? It has nothing to do with it, which, which right. speaks to you guys, you know, Ackerman McQueen is not really in the business right now of solving the problem. There's, it's like. Well, right now there's infighting, and I pretty much think that the two of them together are going to burn it down around them because, you know, they they know a lot about each other, man. That's what we saw going on there at the show in terms of the drama that came out of it. And, of course, they were still continuing. Like, how can you – in the first place, I didn't like when they supported Trump in the first place for president when he was initially running. You know, then you have obviously they opened the door to this bump bump stock bullshit and all that. Then they have Trump come back and it's like celebrate, you know, to celebrate that he actually, um, you know, in a roundabout way, ignoring the Constitution, put in some more gun control. (laughs) You know, and we're supposed to take the stupid U.N. thing. Fuck the U.N. We don't have to listen to the U.N. ever. The U.N. don't don't listen. We never, ever had to listen to them. And that's what I'm saying. That's why for us at Black Lives Matter. A critical component for us for 2019 was political education. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, we're getting people by the boatloads getting on the Second Amendment in the hood. I got That's easy for me. I could do that in my mm-hmm. sleep. Now it's like, okay, but now get them to understand that, oh, like we ain't going to get caught in the political theater. Talking about pulling out the UN, the European Union treaties, and the, all that. That's great. That's dope. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. That is not in alignment with uh, strengthening American people's uh, less restrictions. What he said was at the one in Atlanta when he first was in office was the eight year assault on your second amendment rights have come to a crashing end. Mm -hmm. I was there in the front row. I was there. That is not what has happened over the last three years. Period. Now it's been escalated. And if you're a loyalist and if you, if you talk about the Democrats, the Democrats, the Democrats, our Republican, our, our, mine too, our Republican president has done more damage to the Second Amendment than Obama in three years than Obama did in eight. That's mm-hmm. the truth. Yep. Okay. On top of that, if that doesn't tell you about, you know, uh, not being not being so trapped in this cult of personality, I know pe- the reason why people like me and are willing to go to bat for me because everything that I said I was going to do, I did. Mm-hmm. I didn't get on a different platform and start saying, oh, well, but just maybe not machine guns. I never said that. No, man, I'm just, let me tell you something. I'm honestly, like, I didn't know you were going to say this. This is just a path we went down here. I'm disappointed that the NRA really didn't come forward and help you out. 
They don't because have an interest. I, even I, if they, yeah, even if bullshit. they t- forget me, take me out of the equation, right? Mm-hmm. Let's insert somebody else that has been doing the work, maybe not nationally. Mm-hmm. Let's look at Tony Simon doing Second Amendment for everyone over there in Jersey, right? Behind enemy lines in mm-hmm. Jersey, holding it down. The person that they just put on the board, Anthony Calandro in Jersey, gun for hire, uh, gun shop. That's where Tony does a lot of his events. Okay, mm-hmm. take that 30000 that y'all said y'all was going to get to me and Black Guns Matter. Mm-hmm. Don't give it to me. Give it to Tony Simon yeah. for the Second Amendment for everyone. Yeah. Do that. Why? Forget me. Y'all are interested in looking like you're you, being inclusive. You know what the you're problem is? You're actually interested in solving. You know what the problem is? I'm going to tell you this because we, um, like, and when I say me, I'm talking about the guys like me that make YouTube videos about guns and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we had our own run-ins. Uh, obviously, like you know, we've been running in with YouTube and all that. They've been demonetizing, deplatforming people, doing all this kind of stuff. And I've been telling people for a long time that there's folks out there that were trying to help us. And as part of that help, they reached out to the NRA. Mm-hmm. What people don't know is that the NRA backstabbed us when they reached out to them. Yep. They acted like they wanted to be part of that, like they were going to help us. And then they went behind our backs and told the, you know, uh, YouTube, yeah, go ahead and keep doing that to those guys. Yep. This, this kind of crap has been going on for a long time. And it's kind of, it's, it's disgusting to me, man. Look, the, uh, recently in the news, I don't know whether or not you saw this, but you know the rapper Bun B? Mm-hmm. Okay, the, he, him and his wife uh, suffered a home invasion at their house. Okay. He had to pop the dude, saved his wife's life. Yeah, yeah. This guy can't like pushed his way in through the door, put a gun to his wife's head. You know, who knows what was gonna happen there? Um, ultimately, like I think the guy like got a hold of his car and was trying to like get away from there when 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 uh, Bun B got the gun. You guys can look all this up. This is news. He's out there talking about it, and I was looking at him talking on one of the radio stations, I think, in New York, and. The dude was out there saying, this is why the Second Amendment. We right. we need someone. I know people out there may not like hip-hop or whatever. I get it. I love it. I grew I, When I came to America, I grew up in hip-hop, right? So no matter how nerdy you guys think I am, I grew up in the middle of that. This is, is, is a, a pioneer in music and hip-hop, which is uniquely American, that's telling you that he believes in the Second Amendment and he exercised his Second Amendment rights to save the life of his wife and himself. And, and, and who the hell, how come there's no one out there to reach out to this dude? The reason being is because, so take that platform that you're talking about, right? So Bun B's obviously an OG. Charlemagne the God has said he wants to talk, to have the conversation about Black Guns Matter on The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. He hasn't. He hasn't. Okay, so Bun B's a hip-hop artist. Cool, I get it. Mm-hmm. But Bun B isn't going... This is the perfect time to get behind and talk about this type of movement that we've been doing for the last three years nationally. Mm-hmm. In Houston, in yeah. Dallas, yeah, in all parts of Texas. Even bigger than that, why isn't he on the front page or the landing page of the NRA's website? I don't know, man. This is a guy. This is a guy like uh, I, I. If you, I, I really encourage people to go back and look at that interview. I think I don't. Uh, what's Charlemagne the God on Hot ninety seven or um, uh, one of the uh, one hundred five? Yeah, it's the, it's, it's the Breakfast Club or something, right? Go back and yeah. look at this. These guys are talking about everything that happened to them and how they almost lost their life. How they got into a shootout. 
with this dude, how he hit the guy, and he actually was able to go out there and rip the mask off of the guy. I think he still got away, and then they caught up to him because he went to a hospital or whatever. You know, if you look at this whole conversation, this is a guy who exercised his Second Amendment rights in America. He had his lawyer there with him, and he was like, yeah, you know, I'm not a criminal. Like, his lawyer was mad because uh, there were some reporters, not the cops. The cops that came were 100% on his side. But the mm-hmm. reporters were like, hey, does he have a criminal record? Is he supposed to have a gun? <laughs> this is perfect. This is what we talk about all the time. This is textbook. And there should be there should be someone reaching out to this guy and saying, listen, we might not agree on a lot of shit, but we agree on the Second Amendment and we need your support. Otherwise, we're going to lose that. And lots of people, black people included, are going to wind up going to jail in America because they want to defend themselves. Now, here's the twist. One, that ain't going to happen on our watch at Black Guns Matter because we're going to keep doing the work. And what you're talking about is a cultural shift, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes when cultural shifts happen, some people got to be first, right? The work that we're doing and going around the entire country, I'm not saying that we were the first to do it in certain sections, but us going, we're going to bring the classes to you. We did that. Mm-hmm. With a shoestring budget. We only got like maybe $17,000 left to raise for the whole year of 2019. With that being the case, the contradiction is clear. You have these cases where there's literally a good guy with a gun. Bun B just did some superhero stuff. Mm -hmm. Nothing to be said from the NRA. Even even black media. Okay, I understand. It's great that Breakfast Club had him on there. That's the beginning of having a bigger conversation. I'm, I'm open to making sure that we're continuing to push that. And then we can have the conversations about the, you know, 300,000 to 2 million or 3 million defensive gun usages every year. Mm -hmm. Every year. These are crime stats, the CDC, the FBI stats. It's not me making it up. Mm -hmm. So I think that was a a good, you know, step in the direction. But but then I got to call out all of those people and y'all can tag them. You got to ask Charlamagne a guy like, damn, why, why? Why Breakfast Club ain't have Maj on yet? Why Why y'all running all of those well, Democratic they, they definitely have, Yeah, they have a they have a political leaning. Yep. You know, but we're the ones that are supposed to... Look, look, they have their political leaning. I get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand where they're coming from. That's why we have to create our own things instead of fighting yep. for it. And we yep. have to get out here and we have to help each other. We have to support each other. You know, we have to include each other. <laughs> We have to try to make you can't like be sitting there thinking, oh, I, I don't want to make Maj bigger than me. That's bullshit. I that personally bullshit. don't. I don't think like that. I want you to be huge, man. You know, I, <laughs> I want you to I want you to go out there and take over the world. All of this is bullshit. I mean, and this like even on the flip side. Right. It's like what happened to uh, to Nipsey. Right. Yeah. Nipsey Hustle. That's on the flip side of that, man. And I know you were gonna. Did you do? Did you do something in LA after that? Or I was there last week. So okay. when he died, when when I got news, some of my friends uh, texted me. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of, actually, some of my friends from uh, from Dallas, from Houston, excuse me, uh, texted me uh, when it happened. When people was like, he got shot. They was like, yeah, he gone, bro. You know. And some of my friends from Cali hit me up too. And we had the Compton and Inglewood classes last week. Mm. Uh, or at this point, maybe two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went over there, you know, to pay respects. I had already been to, you know, the marathon store and the stuff that he was doing. Now, here's the other thing. That's the flip side. Because he was a convicted felon, and clearly he's now a benefit to society. Mm-hmm. Clearly. 
he and his friends, the felons that he hired to actually work the actual location that was his building, they couldn't carry. No. There was no, he couldn't defend himself and there was no one there to defend him. And so now a dude who was actually trying to change the, the whole composition of this neighborhood, he's not here. And then the asshole who's, you know, who's trying to like deep dive into being a gangster and all that type of shit, that dude's still here. And now we're going to, we're going to like feed this guy forever because I know California is not going to execute him. I mean, here's the, the here's the other funny thing about it. So I'm watching the footage of him being murdered. So usually in a shootout, you know what happens. As soon as the first round go off, if it's a gang of people, everybody's gonna everybody scatters. Now, if you're the shooter, you're anticipating return fire. Mm -hmm. The dude turned around and ran away and had time to go like, oh, there's nobody returning fire. Was able to come back, stand over Nipsey, shoot him. Walk away, come back again, yeah. shoot him two more times, right. kick the body. Yeah. Well, that's because he was actually cursing the dude out. No, he he didn't curse the dude no. out. He told the dude earlier. Dude no, I'm saying rat. when he started shooting him, he was like saying something to him, like you're, yeah, you know, he you're, was. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was like, telling him you're a little bitch ass. <laughs> Yeah. Or something like that. that. He should have been able to defend himself, man. If you could talk, you should be able to defend yourself. This guy shouldn't be able to. Even if like a, a shooting happened and you got caught off guard and you're still alive, if that dude walks back to you, you should be able to pop him a couple. Let me say this, and I'm going to be very clear about this. Primarily the reason why California is in the state it is in regards to the Second Amendment is because of the NRA's leadership at that time with the Mulford Act. I'm going to go as far as making a stretch of saying outside of the scumbag that did it. If the NRA doesn't push for those rules back in the day because of the racist leadership at that time, that when the Black Panthers were exercising their Second Amendment rights, that probably means a lot of people would have been in a different space. And not only Nipsey Hussle, but other people would be alive because they would have the means to defend themselves. Yeah. This is, a, I, I don't know, man. I, I, people might think we're trying to make a bridge here that doesn't exist. But this is like the Second Amendment is a responsibility that people in America need to learn from the time they are born. When they start talking, when they start walking, they need to learn this. It builds responsibility. You know, all these things that we're doing in America, creating all these laws to criminalize people, that's how we're winding up here. When people just want to be businessmen and be able to hustle and do something, we're making everything that they do a criminal act. And, and, right. and I, I agree that there's some things that should be criminal, but we should have very few laws. It okay. should be. It's, too, it's way too many laws in the book. Yeah. It's really, in my book, in my book if, 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 if the dictatorship of Maj... Uh, like that movie uh, Gladiator with Russell Crowe, where he, he 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 you know he wound up becoming like all right. He was he was like so wait when you become the dictator you're just going to give all of the power back to the Senate and he like yeah because I don't really want it I just want to go home right if if under those regimes if it was the dictatorship of Maj and I had to clean up things and then give the power back to the people there would only be three laws laws against robbery which is property, mm -hmm. a law against rape, which is your body, which is your property, and against attacking your, your physical body. So like rape, assault, and like homicide. That's, that's it. Mm -hmm. don't, like, don't mess up my house. Don't mess up my property. Don't mess up my body. That's it. 
when you add more and more laws to the equation, what a law is, is somebody at the end of that law with a gun that is willing to come kill you if you do not comply with that particular law. That's all laws are. Yeah. Laws are opinions with guns. Yeah. Yeah. Richard Hughes says 10 so commandments only. Yeah. We don't need more than 10. Doesn't need it's to like, go higher on, than, 10, than 10. There's already a rule against murder. I'm only going to murder a person that's trying to murder me. Mm-hmm. And then it's justified. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, it's like, and, and I just want more and more people, especially from urban. And it's, it's happening. You know, what I, what I push for city council, I'll push for conflict resolution and de-escalation. I'll push for uh, political education. Those urban centers, I, I, I would be lying. Okay, you're breaking up a little bit here. Let me see. Okay, hold on. Uh, I'm assuming that that's not on my end. Uh-oh. Are you there? Are you? Yeah, I think you're breaking up a little. Are you there? Yeah. You're slowing down here a little bit. I don't know if it's me. I don't see it. It must be on your end. You got to check uh, check your internet stuff over there. Okay, you're back, right? Looks like you're back. I'm back. Yeah, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, you guys are still um, out there. Go ahead. Finish your yeah, thought. You, you, you... I just I see that more and more people, even over the last let's say year and a half, I see so many more people that are like I, I'm as I ride around in different cities. This happened to me last week because I've been trying to stay in Philly. Uh, I don't I do not want to get on another plane as long as I can. <laughs> um, the I'm riding through the street and I'm listening to music as I do, and uh, I pulled over to the light and the dude was at the corner. He was like, "Hey, you the gun guy." Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, man, I watched some of your videos and I went to go get my license to carry. I'm seeing, and and, and this is the, the caveat to that. What he said was, I got the license to carry, but I feel you. I do think we need to politically organize to get rid of that part too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that and there is a genuine mental exodus outside of the thought process that if you have a gun, you're the bad guy. And I'm, I'm, I'm honored yeah. to be a part of that and leading that charge, and, and especially in urban America to do that. So it's definitely an awakening. And unfortunately, these these types of things like with Nipsey's death and countless other men that have gotten there, like they may have not been a, a famous celebrity or new Jay-Z or own, you know, businesses, but men that came home from jail that changed their life. But when you got beef with somebody, just because you went to jail and changed your life, you come home, they don't care. Like you just still the person I want to shoot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there's been countless other men and women that have lost their lives for the lack of the ability to lawfully, uh, uh, you know, defend their life. That's why I'm a proponent of saying, listen, when the felons come to our classes, okay, they can't lawfully go into the range component of it, but I want them to bring their family members. They, I'm not going to tell a felon that's changed his life around that he shouldn't have the means to defend his or her life. That is a falsehood. And that is a direct contradiction. The Bill of Rights are a list of rights that are granted by your birth, not granted by government. And I think that's the next phase of making sure that our elected servants understand that. Yeah. If you're pushing for more rules that are in violation of human rights, you are not fit to serve the people, period. Yeah, hell yeah. Now, let me, let's me just pause there for a second. Got to do a couple of things. Looks like the connection on your end is slowing down. So we got to get the people, whoever's in the, in the house, to get off the internet or whatever. Okay. I don't know if that's slowing you down. Uh, uh, let, me, let, me, uh, let me tell some people to... 
Yeah, I don't know you how know, many phones you got going right now. <laughs> that's the funny thing. Is it still slow? Uh, it's a little bit. You're you're coming in a little bit broken up. Um, okay. So if we could do something about that. The other thing. Hold on once. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Yo, y'all hop off the internet real quick. Yeah. We got like about 40 minutes and then we'll be done here and they can get back to it. Um, okay. Yeah. So the other thing I want to say, like we're going to get into talking about you running for office now. I think that's a good segue. And I did want to say, though, even though the NRA has not su supported you the way that they should have, uh, I know GOA did come out here and endorse your run for uh, Philly City Council, right? Sure did. Yeah. Shouts to Eric Pratt and the squad over there. Shouts to Jordan Stein. Mm hmm. Shouts to all of the shouts to Tim from Military Arms Channel that uh, reposted that, and I'm saying this because I don't. The beauty of Black Guns Matter is I don't really know who don't like each other, who don't what I don't know. So I'll be shouting some people out, and then motherfuckers be like, "Yo, you know he doesn't like him," and I'm like, "Oh, I know." No, but, but those guys you mentioned are good people. GOA is good people. Right. Jordan's a good dude. Right. Uh, Mac is a good guy. I saw him at the NRA show. Mac is a good guy, man. I think that Mac is really right. trying to, he's very passionate and he's trying to change things. You know, sometimes yeah. his passion gets him in trouble, just like you, just like me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's um, what happens, but, but yeah, he's a good GO, guy. GOA gave us love. Mm -hmm. Hopefully some of the, the members of GOA can donate to the, to, the, to the campaign. I'm up against really rich people for this city council seat. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm kind of internet famous. Uh, however, I'm not Kardashian famous. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And uh, and uh, and I don't have Kardashian or these developers that's trying to get on city council. I don't have a paper. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so with that being the case, if, if if you know everybody that's listening, if you agree with some of the stuff we're talking about right now, shoot over from tomaj4philly.com. Donate. The yeah. maximum donation that you could give is like six grand as an individual. Um, if you got a group of people that you want to put a pack together, the biggest amount that a pack can do is twenty three thousand um, dollars. Yeah, and so that. But um, yeah, yeah, GOA got behind it. Uh, uh, I'm FTC. throwing up. I'm throwing up. I put it in the. I put it in the chat. I also, it should be here yeah. on the screen that people can see it. Uh, www.majfafili.com, and it's going to be in the description of this video. Uh, please, people, go yeah. out there and help. It's going to take money to actually get this seat now you're running for city council at large right i know you were going to say something complete Correct. that and then tell us like tell us a little bit here about the whole process and what you're running for yeah so um all of those guys brandon combs firearms policy coalition really what's, what's starting to happen is what we're seeing in the gun community is decentralization we're seeing it ain't just people looking at just the nra and that's fine if you still support the nra great do that but find your local state organizations that you can support too um, like I said, GOA is doing that. Um, Firearms Policy Coalition is behind our work. Um, uh, California Rifle and Pistol Association uh, put the, you know, supported those classes in Compton and Inglewood. Uh, Phoenix Ammunition is our official uh, ammo sponsor. So all of them rounds, them freedom seeds is Phoenix Ammo. You know what I'm saying? Um, they're a company based out of Detroit, no less. Um, uh, you know, just people like that. Uh, Head Down Arms is who I have my rifle with. Uh uh, AZ Firearms, uh, you know, that great Danny and Cheryl Todd over there in Arizona. You know what I'm saying? I'm a member of the Arizona State Rifle and Pistol Association. Okay. Um, you know, uh, uh, Pennsylvania gun owners, all of these different, you know, people. And I think it's very important that it's not just one organization. I think I'd rather have a bunch of solid state organizations in every state fighting as well, you know, so... They got into it and supported it and shouts to all of those organizations that I just named, mm -hmm. which shows the unity. 
right? They're going, look, Maj is going into places that we're not traditionally at. Let's let's support, you know, the work that they're doing and, and give him some energy there, which is a dope thing. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the city council run, um, city council is, uh, you could think of it like Senate for the city, right? Um, they have a direct hand in a lot of the policies uh, that go through a, a, an, alignment, an, an alignment with city government. Um, I think sometimes we get trapped in thinking about these large national uh, campaigns and large, you know, the presidency and all of that. Sometimes to the, to the detriment of areas and your local politics is very impactful and you have a direct hand in it. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, as I've been running around the country for the last three years, it's like, yo, um, Philadelphia is a very anti-gun city in the middle of a very anti excuse me, a very pro-gun state. Yeah, probably the, probably the, the biggest one state. in the Northeast, right? With right, probably, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Philadelphia, and um, so, Pennsylvania itself, but not Philly, yeah. Correct, mm-hmm. and so it's like, all right, let's let's get one of our people in, in that position to fight against some of that. And I think a lot of the politicians that are on city council or in city government in general in Philly, they, they just don't know the information. They just don't know. They're going to, they're, they're caught in certain media streams too that's been telling them certain falsehoods. Mm-hmm. So I would rather be the person that's next to them, explain it to them like, yo, you kind of look silly right there. That's not actually accurate. And I believe that a lot of those guys and women will go, oh, I didn't know that. You know, there's just nobody presenting them the data that they actually have to listen to. With me being on the uh, city council, I'm someone that they ca- they won't be able to ignore because I'm, I'm in their peer group now. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's really the, the whole point there. So we need like five hundred thousand dollars. To be perfectly honest. Okay, you need like. We're gonna fight. So how long is this camp? So okay, first of all, are there different like uh, circuits or whatever it is counties in Philly that you're running on? What's the political? No, I'm running for at large, which means the whole city. The whole city. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Correct. Um, I'm running. I'm running. Philadelphia is mostly is is eighty percent Democrat. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and I'm from a Democratic portion of Philadelphia. So for me, what works is our connection to the community. Uh, everybody in Philly know me. Everybody know the work that I'm doing. And everybody know I'm not a politician. Mm-hmm. I'm a Philadelphian. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, that that's working in our favor. But we need a lot of resources uh, because, I, because I'm running, you know, as libertarian, uh, I don't have to participate in the primaries, which is in May. I just can push for the general election, okay. which is a great thing. That's a great thing. I need about 45,000 votes to win. Um, I need to get to get ballot access. I need about 3,200 signatures. I have to get physical signatures. That when you see those pictures on my Instagram of me outside getting signatures. Right. I need so that's from Philly or from Philadelphia or what, what, what? Philadelphia. From Philadelphia. Gotta, okay. Signatures got to be 3,200 registered voters in the city of Philadelphia. Not just limited to one district, yeah. all over Philadelphia. Yeah. Brian Quick wants um, to know if people from other states can bet, bust in to vote. No. <laughs> no, not no, at all. We're not going <laughs> to. No, that's going to be a no. SoCal Gunner. They will disqualify me. <laughs> yeah, SoCal Gunner gave us a couple of bucks. He says, hell yeah, gun owners of Cali, 2A strong. Shout out to him. Okay, so okay, so you need those signatures. Where are you at uh, in terms of the signatures right now? I'm close, but I'm going to get double what they say I need. Because what they'll do is they'll they'll throw away a lot of signatures. Right, right. So my personal goal is I would like us to, even though we only need 3,200, I would like us to have 10,000. Okay. 
So how? And can, I, only have, I got all the way until August to have those August. ten thousand signatures. Okay. So how can we do this? Like I think you know, let's like try to figure out a way. Obviously, people can go to that link that I put up there. Um, what was it again? Let me see. Let me find this link and throw it back up in here. Okay. Uh, Maj for Philly. You guys can go to that. Com. Yeah, it's in the description. Um, you know, or hit me up or hit Maj up if you need it. So now, how how can we get people in uh, in Pennsylvania involved? Like everyone out there, if you're in Pennsylvania, let us know. But if you know people in Pennsylvania too, you gotta like alert them and share this with them and all that, right? Yeah, that's the biggest way. And another huge way is so I can I can use my campaign donations to create jobs, and that's my ultimate goal. Meaning. The guys that might need some work, I can hire them and give them a dollar per signature that they get. Okay. So as you guys across the nation and across the world can donate, right? And then I can turn that money, those donations into saying, okay, I got 100 guys. Go, guys. Go get as many signatures as you can get. And for each one, I can give them a dollar. So if they say, I'm going to do this for a whole week straight mm -hmm. and they get 1,000 signatures, I can give them $1,000 out of my campaign out of you guys' campaign donations. Oh, cool. And that'll that that'll give everyone an incentive to um want to get those signatures to get that ballot access. And if I got a guy that's concentrating for a week and get a thousand dollars, I can give him a thousand dollars. So I want to spend all of the money. Mm -hmm. I want to spend all of the money again, still win, lose, or draw. I still can create some sort of a job and money for people based on you guys' campaign donations. Yeah. You know, and let me be clear. The campaign donations. So here's a rule of campaign finance law for Philadelphia and Pennsylvania. I can't use any GoFundMe money for any other things. Okay. So if, if, if y'all donated to GoFundMe for Black Guns Matter, yeah. one, I never did that. I'm never using that money for anything other than the class yeah. in the events. Right. right. Yeah. You can't commingle. You cannot commingle. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. Yeah. So if you like, well, I'm going to donate to GoFundMe because I want Maj to win. It, if you was going to give $100 and you still want to give to GoFundMe, split it. Do $50 to GoFundMe and do $50 to, you know, MajForPhilly.com. Mm -hmm. If you want to volunteer, let's say if you like, you know what, Maj, I want to be one of those people that um, comes up to Philly to help you get signatures. Go on the website, click the volunteer thing, and people will contact you on the day and time. You say, yo, Maj, I'm in town. They'll give you the, the spiel, exactly what you got to do. Um, they'll give you the talking points, and you can come to Philly. We can hang out. We can get signatures. Okay. Those are the two most powerful ways. But if you know you're not going to come up to Philly, the biggest way that you can support is donating. If you're one of them rich people that got $6,000 laying around and you like, we want Maj in there, donate $6,000, which is the maximum contribution that you can give as an individual. Mm -hmm. Those are the biggest ways that everyone can support, and that's how we can turn some of this national work that we're doing, some of you women and men that support the, we, the work that we're doing across the nation, if you want to see a pro-gun, pro-freedom from the actual community person in a position of power in city politics, the sixth largest city in America, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's the way that you can do it. And if we do this right, and if we start making some noise, I will commit to further complicating my life after a few years, and I will run for mayor of Philadelphia. And all of that foolishness that they like letting slide, I will not let slide. That's it. Yeah. This is I've what this is. Right. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. right. No, I'm listening. I've campaigned for the last three years and I've made do on all my campaign promises to BGM. This is the same thing. This is the same thing. My, my platforms are 
mar- cannabis legalization because 46% of people in jail are in there for weed, which is completely <laughs> foolish. That's ridiculous. Completely foolish. Mm-hmm. Criminal justice reform, cannabis legalization, destroying that sugar tax and putting some money, getting individual corporations of their own volition to donate to the education system in Philadelphia. That's my platform. Okay. Now, very good. So now we always talk about this here, and I tell you guys that one of the ways we could change the world here, change America, or make America like better, is to go out and run for office. And then we need to support people running for office in whatever ways we can. So, um, other so there's money, money. Uh, people on a national level, they can give money to the organization that you set up. Um, Maj, what I keep forgetting it. <laughs> Majforphilly.com. Yeah, Majforphilly.com. They could do that. Okay, you need people in Philly, in Pennsylvania, helping you out getting that done. You need guys getting signatures. What else do you need? We need money, bro. Just money. Okay. okay. <laughs> like so, so, so the the other ways that you guys can help. So, so I'm running two campaigns at the same time because I have to keep them split. Mm-hmm. We have about seventeen thousand dollars left for GoFundMe for Black Guns Matter work. Now, why I'm mm-hmm. saying that is because I want to hurry up and get that goal out of the way so I can book all of the events for the rest of the year, for okay. 2019. The quicker we get rid of that $17,000, now that, there's no restriction. That's a whole separate thing. The quicker we raise that money, I can spend that money on the events, the locations, the instructors, the lawyers, whatever, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the quicker I get that out of the way, the quicker I don't have to think about it anymore and I can focus totally on the actual city council run. So if you want to help that way, donate to the GoFundMe, gofundme.com forward slash Black Guns Matter. So that helps. And um, how I make individual money, my own pocket, right, after I pay everybody else, is the merchandise. If you want shirts, tees, all that other stuff, that'll help me individually as a person. Buy a shirt, man. they like $20. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, that's at blackgunsmatter.myshopify.com. So those are the three ways that everyone can support financially as well as volunteer and donate. GoFundMe.com forward slash Black Guns Matter. Hurry up and let's raise that $17,000. If one of you rich guys and women or women that's listening right now that want to just donate $17,000, you can and just do that. And we don't have to think about that anymore. GoFundMe.com forward slash Black Guns Matter. If you want to support the campaign, the maximum individual donation that you can make is $6,000. Right. That's Maj for Philly.com. If you just want to go, Maj going to need some money to like help out with his family and whatever, whatever. Just buy some merch. Blackgunsmatter.myshopify.com. Those are the three major, 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 major ways that I can stay nice and transparent. I can keep that money separate and you can assist and me focusing on doing media like this, just doing media blitzes where I can communicate what our messaging is what the platform is, because I'm not worrying about, you know, how we're going to keep the lights on, so forth and so on. So those are three areas that we need everybody to. So let's say some dudes out there um, don't have, like, money and stuff like that, but they really do support you. What are the other ways? Can they help you, like, on social media? Can they share stuff? What can they do, man? How can they, how can those guys help out? You guys, so those three different sites that I just posted, that I just named, right? If we can get everybody to commit, to posting those three sites once a day on what Twitter, Facebook, get them in them Facebook groups, whatever, whatever. If you guys can commit and you women can commit to 
three times a day, one, two, and three, reposting that stuff. That would help spread the message. So if you, that's that's just footwork. That's y'all being digital foot soldiers and digital solutionaries. And we need that too. Because mm-hmm. then you might have somebody in your network that has never heard of our work, that doesn't know that what we're doing. And they like, oh man, I got $100,000 I can throw towards that. I'm going to do it. So it may not be you personally, but somebody in your network Maybe. And they, yeah, I heard about this guy. I want to give him $10,000 towards the work. Mm-hmm. So we're asking everybody to post those three links, hyperlinks, across your social media platforms three times, once a day. Yeah. Each one. That yeah. helps. And anything that you guys see, um, I included earlier a link. Let me see. Actually, here, I'm going to do this. I forgot I had this technology at my fingertips. <laughs> technology. So <laughs> here, here's one of the things I'm going to do right now. I am going to do a screen share. This is what um, uh, this is what the website looks like, Maj uh, for Philly. This is what it looks like. Please, guys, share this. This is one of the things that we could definitely do. Um, and then whenever you see, so like, for example, here, we're doing this show. Um, I know it might sound a little selfish, but whenever you see Maj get up and do something like a show like this, share it because this is him sitting down talking and people who don't know him and they want to get to know what he's like. I mean, I think you're seeing like a good example. He's for reals. This is <laughs> him and I talk all the time, man. This is how we go at it. You right. know, this is exa- I'm the exact same person on the Internet that I yeah. am in like real life. <laughs> yeah. So so share stuff like this here. I'll give you I'll also throw this up a screen capture. This is from Gun Owners of America uh, that we talked about before. This is their endorsement. It says GOA backs to a activist Marge Ture for uh, Philadelphia City Council. So you guys need to when you see things like this, get up there and share it. Put it out on your on your social media, you know, um, and, and help out. Here with this cause, uh, we we specifically, you know, we need people to 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 help fund this because it takes money. <laughs> okay, we need people to help share this stuff, and then we need people in to uh, in uh, Philadelphia and Philly to help volunteer. And then, Maj, you said you have a way to help out the folks to help you get those signatures, right? Really super Correct. important part of this. Yeah, right. Because to me, if let's say we get ten thousand signatures in a week, I'm still gonna keep getting signatures. So all of the money that y'all donate is just going to go towards maybe social media buys, um, you know, traveling around, communicating with other, you know, political people, so forth and so on. But the entire time that I'm campaigning, I'm still going to hire dudes to get signatures. I'm still going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. Because if you guys, if let's say if in a week we raise $100,000, right, and I can get 100 guys and say, and women and say, yo, go get 1,000 signatures. I can give that $100,000 away to those guys and women that get the signatures. I'm going yeah. to keep doing it. Right. You know what I mean? That's a way for us to make it make it actually work for the community all over again, which yeah. in turn, you know, if a dude just came home and he need a job and I could say, yo, bro, here, do this, get a thousand of these, I'm going to give you a thousand dollars. Right. That dude ain't got to rob nobody. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So- Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. And and the good thing about this, uh, like versus the NRA, for example, that we were talking about earlier, they keep changing the rules and all that to make it very restrictive for anyone to get in there. At least Philly, I'm not saying, you know, there's, there's probably some stuff because some corruption and all that going on here, but they can't, you know, that there are rules set out for elections and we need to get out there, take advantage of those rules. And make this Correct. happen. This is what we talk about. So you, you got to stop bullshit and get up on it. James Miller gave us five bucks. He says, Hank, has Maj reached out to Ernest Hancock 
on the Declare Your Independence radio show, that would be a good way to get his message out. No, but now I am. Yeah. So, uh, Ernest Hancock. And uh, James Miller, if you have some contact info or whatever, get in touch with Maj, send that on. You know, um, but yeah, we, we need to do everything that we... If you know people, if you know people in Philly, in Philadelphia, anywhere, man, uh, that can help Maj get this message out, reach out to him. So do you have a way that people can reach out to you? Like Yeah, for this? Uh, usually the social media is the, the quickest way, but info at officialblackgunsmatter.com is the email. Okay. Info, like information, I-N-F-O, at officialblackgunsmatter.com. That's where everybody can email us and uh, and we can get it popping. Yeah. You might have some good ideas. You might got some media contacts or things like that. Um, I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm just going to keep working. As long as y'all want me working and doing the stuff that we're doing. I'm a public servant. I understand that that's my job. It's service. I'm very clear on that. So as long as y'all give me ideas and things that I need to execute, that guy Ernest Hancock, as soon as I get off this phone, I'm going to go reach out to this person, Ernest Hancock, and try to get on that show. Absolutely. Yeah. Very good. Brian Quick says, what if a guy is really motivated and gets 500K signature? What if What if a man What if a man gets... That's from Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, if a man oh gets, I get it. <laughs> if a man gets 500K signatures, <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't think you have the budget for that. But Look, if, he got, if, if somebody get... If, I'm going to keep it a buck. If we got a million dollars in the budget, right? Mm-hmm. And some dude goes out and gets 500,000 signatures. I'm going to give him $500,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my Straight money. Up. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not. It's, that's how we've handled the, the, the GoFundMe. It's not my money. Yeah. It's not mine. The money that's mine, the money that's mine is the money after I pay, you know, uh, suppliers and manufacturers for shirts. When y'all buy shirts, at the end of all of that, that profit is mine. But as far as the donations that y'all give, that is not mine. That is stuff that I'm supposed to use for the campaign. as a tool yes. for the campaign yes. to strengthen the community. That's it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get that twisted, and especially in uh, politics. They go, yeah, we got... No, you don't. You're holding some money that you got to use for the thing. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And when you, start, when, you, when you look at it that way... It's, it's a lot easier to stay clean. I know they're going to wait for me to, you know. To mess up. They're waiting. They, they, was, they was waiting for me to show up with a Bentley with the GoFundMe money. I know they was. Mm-hmm. I know they was. You're not, you're not, that's not, listen, that's like trying to say you're going to get me, like, uh, I've already been accused of rape falsely before. I'm never putting myself in that situation again, ever. We be at shows and we made a joke about it. I did a live a few days ago. Every city that I go to, it's a gun bunny and it's a groupie. Everyone. I might pass them off to my homies. I'm never <laughs> leaving with a groupie. Ever. Never, ever, 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 Don't ever. wind up in any videos, Sorry, man. Ladies. We don't want to see sex tapes going out there. Never. It's never going to happen. Yeah. So you're never going to get me that way. They're not yeah, going to get you're me You're awesome, man, because I don't have those kind of, you know, I don't, there's no danger of that for me. There's lots of dudes out there. <laughs> the like ain't strange, but you know, I mean, no, no, look, and <laughs> you got Lola around waiting. She got the I wish you would. Oh, Lola, <laughs> I yeah. Would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do that anyway. I wouldn't do it. Correct. Do no, it. I mean, the women, yeah, Lola's around posted up for the women do that, that energy thing. Uh huh. Oh. Women, <laughs> women get that vibe like, 
Uh, you know that's me, right? Without yeah. even saying anything. <laughs> yeah, usually someone takes a look at Lola and they're like, oh, I might want to leave that one alone. <laughs> right. Don't mess around. Okay, hey, Apple Bite hey, says, wait, I see, I see your blue and your orange gun in the back. You got cert pistols too? Uh, This one, what is this one? This is a laser light. Oh, you got, okay. That's you the see laser these light. Oh, oh, nice. No, see? No, I don't look. have those. This is just a dummy gun. Oh, look at that. Oh, you balling. Pete, look. Look at these. I, I hate yeah. that, that I'm doing this. Can y'all see that? Look. Well, hold on. So Let me see the red them. light? Yeah. Nice. You see the green light? Yeah. Oh. Nice. <laughs> the side alignment. <laughs> yeah. That's badass. That's, that's, um, that's badass. Shouts, shouts to uh, NLT Surf Pistols. They hooked us up. So wait. So look at this. So we got, this one is like the Glock, the uh, Glock 17, Glock 19 mm -hmm. format, right? And we got the um damn my HK joint ain't over here, but subcompacts in the 382. Oh, that's badass, man. Yeah, cause and yeah. They, these joints got the uh got the lasers. The 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 other one that I just showed you, that one has the uh the the uh the red and the green light. These ones just have two red ones, but um these are dope training uh joints. My uh my daughter, my three year old, this is actually hers. Oh, cool. Right here. Cool. By the yeah. way, um, Applebyte says reach out to Tommy Sotomayor. I'm not sure who. Oh, that I, is. I did Tommy join. I'm gonna do his join again too. Yeah, oh, that's, cool. that's good. Good people. Cool. Um, yeah. Ghost Tactical says what's up to both of us. What's Ghost up, Tactical? Ghost? Ghost Tactical's out there. Let me see. Um, Canine Coach says your Facebook is full. So yeah, um, you can so still look, follow this him. Is two things. That yeah, y'all got to do two things. So my personal Facebook join is full. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, they got a 5,000 limit over here. But go follow official Black Guns Matter underscore Maj Ray. That has no limit on it. Mm -hmm. And go follow the city council page. Mm -hmm. uh, Maj, uh, damn, what is the joint? I'll put the link up. So everybody go follow the official Black Guns Matter underscore if Maj search, Yeah, if you search like Maj for Philly or something like that, I know it came yeah. up. Uh, yeah, and then, and then you can get the city council page too. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, Maj for Philly, Maj the number four Philly, uh, on Twitter too. MAJ, the number four Philly is on, uh, is the Twitter page. Everybody yeah. go follow that too. And Armament and Axis says that Ernest Hancock is on Twitter. It's uh, Twitter slash Ernest Hancock. Um, so, you know, you can reach out through that or folks can reach out to Ernest Hancock and say, Hey, Maj Teray wants to come on your show or something like that. Look, all of that helps. Yep. All of that. Helps. Every bit of it. Yeah. So get out there and do it. Richard Hughes says Stranger Holics need to converge on Philly and get signatures. You know. I'm with it. Yeah. That's cool. Let, let, let me get some more money in this campaign joint, and I'm and make sure. So even if you go to the site and don't donate, go go sign up for the volunteer list because as soon as we get that chunky, get that account super chunky, yeah. we're giving the money away. Yeah. We need to find out. Like if you're out, if you're in Philly, if you're in Philadelphia or you're in Pennsylvania. Please, like, figure out a way to hit up Maj and see yep. what you could do. Um, if you know people, if you have friends, family in, you know, Pennsylvania, Philly, I think also do the same thing because it's going to take some groundwork to get this done, you know, and we really Correct. need to get out there and do it. I'm going to ask everyone watching this as a, like, uh, you know, I'm going to say right now, it's close to 100 people watching this live right yeah. now. So smash the thumbs ups. That helps us all. Okay. We want to get the videos up there. Um, 
And Eli EDC says, Maj, move back to Chicago again. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Hank, what up, up Eli? Great work. <laughs> Yo, so look. One city at Eli a time. Uh -huh. Yeah, Eli jumped on a joint for me. He, he he was over there to all of them classes we did in Chicago in last May. Um, that was like a year ago. So we was over there just doing conflict resolution. Uh, and it's about to get hot over there. So we're going to go back to Chicago probably in June. Mm -hmm. I would love to go to Chicago. I'm going to try to do Chicago and then Hawaii. And I want to do Alaska. Mm -hmm. I want to do Alaska in the summertime, though. I'm not trying to be in Alaska in the wintertime at all. That's not that's not the, that's not the wave. Yeah, I would right. want no part of that. Uh, Archangel wants to know when I'm running for Gainesville uh, Gainesville Council. I'm not a resident of Gainesville. My studio's here, where we're broadcasting from. Is here. I am going to eventually do something like that and run for office. But I think right now everyone needs to play their part. We need everyone doing things, and I think I'm in a good position right now. Like with Maj and other folks out there doing this stuff, we need to get out there and help them build you know we all can't go after the same goal you know we need lots of people like running at this at the same time from different places some of us need to help promote those people some of us need to help fund them some of us some of us need to be the groundwork for that some of us need to run for the offices you know so right. uh we need to do it so um let's see what else we have going on here uh dan hates you says move to dallas turn that shit around <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Listen, they try to turn Dallas into Austin around that joint. Yeah, there's dudes in Dallas. <laughs> Colin's in Dallas. Run for office. You know, he might might want to get out of the NRA. It, it would be the perfect time. And yeah. let me be, let me be clear about because I said this in a live on my Instagram too. Mm -hmm. I want to be clear. Noir is still our brother. You know, mm -hmm. I think he's making some corny moves because he's contractually obligated. Mm -hmm. um, and I get that. I understand. That. Um, I think it's still corny, but I but I also I don't want people to think because people hit me up like, yeah, he's still in your swag. And he is. Um, but I think Ackerman McQueen kind of coached him into doing that um, at the same time. So it's not about him as one individual. I think a lot of times we focus on one person and the big overall unseen hand goes unchecked. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's still our brother. Um, I think he's making corny moves right now that I disagree with. You know, he, he said he was going to call me. He still hasn't. You know what I'm saying? Um, he got my number. But at the same time, again, like we said about Trump, I'm going to attack the moves and the policy. We're not going to attack that man as a man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's still done. Even 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 him, you know, emulating what I'm doing and going into different cities, you know, that still helps. Yeah, you're talking about the, the um, so the stuff that NRA TV is doing where he's showing homelessness in LA and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Look, it's a good yeah. it's a good thing, but and and I do support I do support Colin Noir for lots of different reasons. We've always been cool. I don't there's things that I don't agree with with the NRA. I think the NRA right now is like a you know, it's a it's a, a big weight around his neck, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um it's too bad. There's lots of us that would like to see him separate and if he thinks that we won't support him, we will. If he's off on his own, we will still support him because then he, you know, he has more freedom. Freedom is really important, man. And, and you know, it's like we can't really um, overestimate the value of the freedom to be able to get out there and say what you want to say. Correct. Correct. Because I say whatever the fuck I want to say. Yeah. Very important, <laughs> man. That's really important. Ashwin um, McAbbey gave us a couple of bucks here. It says, I think Vada should run for city council. Jokes. 
It's got to be jokes. Sarcasm <laughs> level 1,000. Bart can run. He can run. <laughs> he can hey, run. what's his platform? You never know. You he know, might win. He, he may win. You know, he, he, could, he, might, he may be able to make it take a good stab at it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> what I did there. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I think that people need to get out there, man, and, 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 and fight for things. You need to get out and fight for yeah, things, absolutely. you know. And sometimes you have to... Like, this situation we're talking about, I know it's tough. He's his own man. He can make his own decisions. We could just speculate on all of that. But I know for me, I don't like being trapped in a situation where I can't say whatever I want to say. And, Correct. You know, it's a very uncomfortable thing for me. Now, there's a price for that. A lot of times, like, just rolling around like this on your own independently is uh, financially a tough thing to do. Yeah, I know. I know about that. <laughs> you know... <laughs> Um, I have those conversations with Lola pretty much every day now, but you know, it's, I, I think that, um, it's important though. It's important. And if you really believe in this and you believe in it passionately, we need to be able to say right now, like if the emperor has no clothes on, we need to be able to say it, we need to get it out there. We need people to act on it. And there's a lot of nonsense going on out there in the world. And we need to fight all of that, man, on lots of fronts. With all this stuff going on with Facebook and YouTube, I saw that um, YouTube also, like, uh, Google reported um, on the stock market. And they lost um, they lost a lot of money through YouTube because of all these stupid algorithm things that YouTube's been doing. They lost engagement. And then because of that engagement, uh, Google took, like, a $70 billion hit on their stock. Yep. You know, so all these kinds of things are going on and we we need to fight back. We need to fight back over it, build our own things and, and try to have um, our own outlets, our own soapboxes to get up onto and say what we have to say without other people getting in the way of that or trying to filter that message or stare it yep. in one way or the other. Because we don't all agree within Correct. the community, you know, Correct. so. Um, yeah. So let's see. Let's see. we got some other things to go to here. Um, do you want to just tell the people once more again, what you're, what you're up to? Let's just, you know, give that pitch. I don't know if you have a campaign speech. So again, it's just really, I'm not a politician. Um, I'm a Philadelphian. Um, we need to support the three areas. Like you just said, Hank, the, um, the money thing. If you want to support, we're buying some merch. Cool. Get a shirt. Blackgunsmatter.myshopify.com. If you want to support the, the Black Guns Matter work that we're doing still during, while running this campaign. Um, GoFundMe.com forward slash Black Guns Matter. And if you want to support and volunteer and or donate to the city council campaign, Maj4Philly.com. Um, again, the, the platforms that I'm running on for city council is obviously 2A. That's not even something we even got to talk about. That's never going to change. Um, outside of that, uh, criminal justice reform. Something as simple. I want to touch on one thing in criminal justice reform. The cash bail system, right? Um Bail is ransom. That's mm-hmm. what bail is. We're gonna give we're gonna you gotta give us money to get out of jail, even though you haven't been proven of anything wrong. Someone said that you did something unlawful, mm-hmm. right? So that's one of the areas where this we got in Philadelphia alone, we got like eight hundred people right now sitting in Philadelphia jails that are in jail because they cannot afford their bail. Okay. Their cash bail. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's that person has not been proven to have done anything wrong. They're accused of doing something wrong. So that's one area of uh, criminal justice reform that we're going to really hone in on. Uh, Again, legalization of marijuana. 46% of dudes in jail are for weed charges. Mm -hmm. A plant. 
either they smoked it and got caught with it, or they sold it to somebody that wanted it, that had the money. Did uh, Pennsylvania go recreational yet, or they didn't go recreational? Not yet. Okay. It's on the way. Okay. But I want to speed that process up and get some of them brothers out of jail. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And I want their records expunged. Because you're not going to have GlaxoSmithKline coming through making trillions of dollars, and my friend still got the, the scarlet letter of a felony sitting on a jacket for nonviolent yeah. crimes. Look at the government. The government. I think they just convicted these uh, the a CEO of a big corporate uh, pharma corporation out there over um, fentanyl and all that kind of stuff, man. I don't know if you yeah, saw that. And he, yeah. yeah, I did. And the other scheme that they had was they started infusing some of that and getting hip-hop artists to talk about that to use oh. it to benefit the stock. Yeah. I, I lied to you not. Yeah. I'm going to post the article. I was reading it earlier today. I'm going to post it in the city council uh, page on Facebook. but um, And that's what I'm saying. These are the types of these weird... And don't get me wrong. If you want to sell fentanyl and sell whatever, it's a free market. Sell whatever you want. I'm not opposed to that. But stop trying to trick the American people and then incarcerate those same people because you're trying to do a scheme. Sell your product, man. Sell your product. But stop trying to trick and trap trick and trap people uh, into into the prison industrial complex. So then you can make more money off of them because mm -hmm. then you sell any labor and they tie them into the 13th Amendment and all of that. Mm -hmm. you know I'm saying these are the types of things that, you know, as far as the criminal justice reform portion, that they that there needs to be somebody from the demographic that isn't a career politician. That's the reason why Trump has been successful in the areas that he's been successful in, mm -hmm. namely economics. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um. Yeah. Those, those are the those things. Are your, that, those you know, are your things. So there's a couple of questions here. Let me go back to the to the gun thing. What can we do mm -hmm. to make the Second Amendment uh, more prevalent in Philly? What are you planning on? Uh, obviously, like you said, it, it is a you know it's there in uh, Pennsylvania. But what can we do to make it better in Philly? So preemption is a big thing, um, and as well as I want to make sure that. Um, so let me explain that for people. So Pennsylvania is an open carry state. If you buy a gun, it's not constitutional carry, it's open carry. If you buy a gun, you can carry it openly if you choose to. I think the Pennsylvania should be a constitutional carry state. But in Philadelphia, there's a statute that if you carry your firearm in the city of Philadelphia, you have to carry it concealed. Even though that city statute is, is trying to supersede Pennsylvania state Constitution. Mm -hmm. Our Pennsylvania state constitution says not only shall, shall the right to keep and bear arms not be infringed upon, it literally says shall not be questioned okay. verbatim, okay. shall not be questioned. Mm -hmm. But Philadelphia created a statute that if you carry a firearm, you have to carry it concealed. I want to get rid of that statute. Okay. That is unlawful. You cannot make city ordinances that are that supersede state law state constitution yeah. that is unconstitutional yeah. period and some states have uh, have wanna... written into their constitution something that prevents that but i'm guessing uh pennsylvania doesn't have that written into the constitution to prevent so it is in the constitution oh, okay. but philly was just like we're the only city in the state that has over one million inhabitants mm -hmm. what's called city of the first class a mm -hmm. city that has over one million citizens mm -hmm. is a city of the first class okay so they just made a rule and was like we're going to do this now, what would traditionally what happened a few years ago was um, somebody, the NRA actually sued or worked with an organization that brought, brought the suit, and they fought that all the way up to, up to the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court level. The Pennsylvania State Supreme Court said, you know what, NRA and you guys, you're right. 
but you're not a resident of the city of Philadelphia. Hmm. So you know you don't have a dog in the fight. So that's why okay. they tossed it. So in essence, what would have to happen is someone would have to present legislation is what I am intending on doing. Mm-hmm. Present legislation that says we need to get rid of this unconstitutional rule. That is my goal as far as the Second Amendment in regards to having open carry, which is state law. Pennsylvania is an open carry state. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the things that I want to concentrate heavily on when I'm in the position uh, in the seat at city council at large. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, good. Um, we don't have a lot of time here, but Brian Quick uh, takes exception with uh, with what you said about uh, bonds, uh, bail bonding. He said Maj knows nothing about bail bonding. And then he goes on. I'm just going to let him get his voice out here. Uh, bail bonding companies don't write the law, enforce the law, change or charge the crime. That's set not the bail what I said. Of alleged offender. They um, they get people out of jail based upon the promise to appear in court. Yeah, I think you, you talked about Go ahead. You can reiterate what you said there. So let me let me explain that. So under that assumption, right, that means that that's that putting somebody in jail for money. That is what ransom means is if you want this person, you have to give us money. That is what the concept of ransom is. Bail is that. Now, I get that they give it a cute name and say, well, it's to make sure that they show up in court. That is not true. If my bail is $1,000 and I only have to put up 10%, which is $100, it's $100. I've lost $100 in a, in, a, in, a, in a basketball game bet. That does not mean that that certainly uh, guarantees that I'm going to go to court. Mm-hmm. That's just money that the state uses, and you still have not been convicted of a thing. You have not. That is beyond due process. You have not... I could say, so again, use my horrible example of me being uh, falsely accused of rape. This happened to me, Mm -hmm. right? But because I never had a charge before that, my bail was light. I didn't have to put up $100,000, a million dollars, whatever. But my bail was low because I wasn't a person that had a criminal record, right? Mm -hmm. With that being the case, I gave them money. They let me out of jail. I kept coming back to court. Now, if I there is nothing in that exchange that guarantees that I would have. I, di- I came back to court because I wanted to come back to court to prove that I didn't rape somebody, mm-hmm. period. That mm-hmm. There's nothing there with the money that I put up, the, however much money, right? Mm-hmm. Well, of course, somebody would have called. There's yeah. nothing that, <laughs> there's nothing that uh-huh. uh, put there that proved that absolutely, certainly guaranteed that I would come to court. If I woke up one more, if I had a, a, I got trashed the night before and I missed court because I was hungover, they would have took the money. I would have still been, got took to jail and I would have stayed in jail until I would have to dealt with that case. Bail does not absolutely certainly guarantee that somebody's going to come to court. The, the proof of that is if that was the case, there would be bail for homicides. There is no bail for homicide because the case is so extreme that no matter what amount of money you put down, we do they not keep you. think <laughs> they would they, we keeping you because that's an extreme charge. Yeah, yeah. Listen, so if that we, was tr- if that was true, then there will be bail for homicides. There's yeah. no bail for homicides. Yeah. One of the things we could do, man, is as you're running, you're, you feel free to come back, you know, yeah. um, and and we can have we can hash all of this out. We're trying. We're getting into it late. I did want to give Brian a chance to get yeah. his point across because that's what we do here. You know, we try to let people uh, get their thoughts out there. I think, you know, I think this is all good stuff. Marsh Ture is running for um, a seat on the city council. You're running for an at-large seat? 
Correct. Okay, and you're running as an independent? Libertarian. Libertarian, running as a libertarian. And uh, he's looking for you guys' support. We talked about it here in the whole video. I'm going to let you wrap it up before we go here of what people can do to help support you. Um, if you're just yeah. jumping in now, go back to the beginning of this video. There's a bunch of people jumping in. I encourage everyone watching right now to thumbs up. So we need it. We're like close to getting 100. Just let, help us get to this, like a psychological number. Help us get there. But Maj, uh, tell us what uh, what people can do to support you before we get out. Again, the biggest thing, y'all, is if, in social media world, if you ain't got no money to donate, I get that. I totally understand it. Please repost the links. GoFundMe.com forward slash Black Guns Matter. That helps our conflict resolution and Second Amendment work because I'm still doing that tour while I'm running the campaign for city council. Um, if you want to post, so that's one post. Uh, the other post, and we want you to do one of all three of these once a day, every day. Um, the second one is maj4philly.com. Um, if you want to donate to that or volunteer, you can go to do that. The smallest, the largest individual donation for that is $6,000. It can be $6 to $6,000. Please do that. Um, and if you just want to, you know, help help me out with, you know, me making a living, um, go buy some merch. Blackgunsmatter.myshopify.com. Those are the three areas that we're asking everyone to post once a day, those three. Um, and if you got some money to donate all of, to those things, do that. Um, buy some merch, donate on, you know, those different things. And the biggest thing, again, too, y'all, is just please keep pushing these messages out across social media. Um, this is something very important, as y'all already know. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put myself in a position as long as y'all want me there. I'm going to keep fighting. Yeah, very good, man. I think this is... Uh Good direction for you to go in. I know it like adds more work to what you're doing, but you know, good thing to be done here. So here's the thing. If you want any more information, we've got a couple of links in the description. You guys could check that out um, or, or go back. We started a whole thing here with the bail bonds thing. I think we can, we could deep dive into that. We're going to do this. Again. I love it. Yeah, we'll, love we'll do this again. We'll deep dive. Maybe we'll get Brian or anyone else who's interested in that kind of stuff to come on. We'll have a conversation. Can't hurt. It's a good thing. It's one of your, it's a part of your platform that you're standing up on there. Uh, American Gun Chick says, uh, good show, guys. Keep hustling, Marsh. Let's do work. work. What's up, Raquel? Yep. So shout out to American Gun Chick. Um, I'm going to say thanks to everyone out there for watching this. We appreciate you guys. Uh, I need one more thumbs up, at least from someone out there, and we can round it up off with 100 thumbs ups. So make it happen right now before. Oh, there you go. We got it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> make sure you check out Maj. If you see him on any other thing talking about this or anything else, give it a thumbs up, share it, you know, all that kind of good stuff. We'll have him back here. I'm going to drop the end right now on this. Stay right there, Maj. There goes the end it official make sure you subscribe uh, thumbs ups ring the bell all that kind of good stuff people we are out of here we're gonna end it we're out peace peace